Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. We love a link tree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Drag Race turned 15, which happens to be my lucky number. And lucky for us, we get a two-part premiere that shook up the structure and introduced us to 16 new queens into the workroom. Welcome to RuPaul's TikTok Race Tri-State Edition. Joining me to break down the big premiere is a bitch who has big opinions and girl, I live. It's Adriana Trenta. How are you? Hi! Oh my god, you, you you just can't keep me away with these with these controversial opinions of drag race. I can't. Wow. I never can. I mean, friends, the the DMs I get from Adriana with the toots and boots, um, they're they're great. I wish she would say them on the on the podcast, but well, what's funny is that like I have a feeling that if I ever if I ever do get on uh, Drag Race in like twenty twenty seven. Um, you're just going to release like the like the, the Snyder cut of like all of the the horrible things that I've said to your team. Oh, absolutely, about. absolutely. Just like uh, uh, Princess Poppy's on, I'm like I'm sharing all the photos I have of you from what you say is gone. No, no, no. They're not archived. They're in my um, photo album on my phone. I am deleting my Instagram the minute I get on Drag Race now. Great. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, listeners, if this is an episode that feels wonky and crazy, it's because I am still jet lagged. I have just returned from DragCon UK. What a fun time. Really? How was the protesters? There were protesters? Was there protest? No. You didn't hear about this? I, I mean, there were Crocs. They pulled out, but... Um, well, yeah, because of, they were afraid of the protesters. Yeah, there were no... No, no one showed up. No one was there. Imagine making that decision after spending thousands of dollars quote-unquote in like um marketing or like or, right. like or like pledging it and be like oh and like probably like a lot of income on that and the massive pr hit that you took from river medway's fans and um and, and pixie polite don't don't knock her either yes and <laughs> imagine all of their fans um being like just like a, a massive blip on their radar uh, their their stores will have to shutter now. No, no. Um, it's it's very weird. Like there was no like no anything there. Just like a normal day. That's weird. Nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Um, it I was weird like because the Teletubbies would they would be like a literally. Thing. Uh, yeah. no. I mean, I I think the only reason I knew it was that it happened was because everyone was looking for the little giblets and they didn't exist anymore. Um. Mm-hmm. So, oh well. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Crocs. You you missed out on a lot of fun. Yes, the Teletubbies were there. I got to see them from afar. I got to watch the queens meet them, and they were all freaking out about that. Um, But listeners, you're going to have three long podcast episodes, because I spoke to 80 queens. I don't think there's 80 queens in New York. I don't know how you did it. I like the international franchises. And you know what's funny? I 
don't watch them. So I That's have okay. no idea who these people are. That's okay. You can like go through and pick and choose and go skip ahead. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Um, well, I had that- a great time. That's what I did with this episode of Drag Race, I feel like. I feel like I, like, picked and chose, like, what was, like, the fun things? What was, like, the, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about DragCon. I might do a little special where I bring my two assistants on, and we're going to talk about our experience and the fact that the two of them were, um, I thought they were flirting the entire time. They said they were just being uh, mates, and I was like, maybe we do things differently in the UK and US. I don't know. But if you, mm. but as one of them said, um, two bottoms don't make a top. And I was like, actually, mm. that's a fact or facts. Mm. But for now, we are going to talk about Drag Race 15. And since this is our first episode of the season, I'm going to put the disclaimer out there. So listen up, friends. As always, I must leave this disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they have also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. Fuck Sasha Colby. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Listen, I'm, I will say I'm not drink the full Kool-Aid. I'm here for her. I was watching it a second time. I appreciated her a little more. But there uh-huh. are some more engaging characters on this season. I'm going to say it right now. Well, okay. The It's weird because this episode, it was a two-parter and it was Drag Race the movie, but like the television special. But yes. it, it, it felt like a classic like made-for-TV movie, right? I'm not crazy. But yeah. Um, because there were still 16 queens, it, we still had that, like, oh, this person hasn't spoken in a while. It's like we haven't seen much from them. But I think that it was, I think this was the most successful large cast split premiere that they've ever done, if I'm being honest. I actually yes. really, I, yeah. It, it was jarring, I will say, the way they broke it up a little bit. Um, I was like, wow, this isn't the format we're used to. What are they doing? Um, oh, my God. And the no commercials in the first hour? Yeah. I host, okay, so I hosted the eating party at the Dickens, and for the first hour, I was like, what did you, oh, no, we're going back. Oh, okay, we're, we're going back. Okay, they did not advertise that it was not commercials, so everyone was like, yes, they why did. do my pee? Oh, yeah, okay, they, did. so they didn't, they they advertised it maybe like, first hour for free. Yeah, like, yeah. at the well, end oh, of the, yeah. like, it wasn't like a, and the first hour is free, is a free right. commercials. Well, well, Ariana I mean, Grande. You don't really watch the international seasons. For those who watch the international seasons, commercials don't exist, so there's no like stop and go, like little ha 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 has. Um, they, in the UK, they, 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 yes. In the UK, um, yes. They go straight through. So there's no. Yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah, yeah, used yeah. To it. But um, a lot happened in this episode, and a lot didn't happen in this episode. It's weird. Really? I thought everything happened in this episode. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We're going to enter the workroom. We've got a slight update. Um, there's a lot of yellow and orange in the center on that floor. It's very bright. I'm, I'm not crazy. I thought I saw that. Okay. I didn't very know if it bright, was like, very bright. I thought they may maybe change like the lighting rig or something, but like, no, yeah, it's the color it on the floor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're going to see that on the main stage too. So whoever designed it this season loves the colors. I, orange and, uh, I you know. loved the main stage, by the way, we will talk yeah. about it. We'll, we'll, get, we'll there. get there when we get there. Yeah. We'll get there. When um, we get there. But let's start. Achu. Okay. okay. Someone's wearing cheap perfume. Oh, wait. That's me. It's Irene Dubois, the alien queen from Seattle, and she is here to invade our television sets. Her drag is inspired by sci-fi, fantasy, and big, glamorous Texas drag queens. Where did that part come from? I was like, where? where Texas, Seattle? I don't understand it. 
She says that she likes to look like she rules some kind of alien kingdom, and that checks out. And then we're going to learn now that she grew up in Texas, but left for Seattle, where Bosco is her drag sister, as they came up in the drag scene together. A demon and an alien walk into a Seattle gay bar. Okay, Adriana, finish the rest. Um, it's funny that uh, she... I, I like this look. I will say that... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you want, you want me to add a punchline to that? Oh, I was going to... If you wanted to, but this punchline's oh. better. I, I mean, <laughs> what's funny is that, like, now... Are you a Dragula girl? I forgot. Oh, I watch it. You watch, you watch it? There is something about her hand, like, persona of, like, an, I'm here to invade your TV. It reminded me so much, and I don't necessarily mean this as a compliment, of Abora and her, uh, and the way that she would describe, um, like, the, like, my wig evaporated for the second time today. It gave me that. Yeah. And I don't know how to describe it other than that. It just felt weird. Um, Very heightened. Yeah, it's heightened. Although I will say, I loved her drag. I loved yes. the, I, the, what really sold it for me were the two different contacts. I didn't pick up on that at first. Yeah. And I was like, wait, because are you someone that looks only at one eye versus the other? Like when you look someone in the eye, which side of the face do you normally look in? It's round. I don't know if I've ever noticed. Do you look straight at the nose or do you look I like- I think I do. What? I think I go straight, at, straight into the nose. See- I usually look at someone's left eye just out of a force of habit. Okay. And then okay. I looked at the right eye. I was like, wait a minute. And I was like, wait, no, I'm not crazy. Um, it was a really cool detail. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, I I love the little spike sort of sea urchin, but it, it was weird. It almost was aquatic. It reminded me of, yeah. it reminded me of that. Um, do you remember SpongeBob? The When SpongeBob's watching what's supposed to be like Girls Gone Wild porn. And it's like the sea, the, the, the anemone just like kind of like yeah. swaying back and forth. It was that. Yeah. So there are no desires listed, but I believe she actually just posted it. And I just don't have the nerve or talent to go find it. I'm too tired. But I think this is who she is and represents what she wants her brand to be. I like the color story. I like the quirkiness. Um, The shoes are unique, yet it's so rubbish. It's camp. It's intriguing. Uh It's not brilliant, but it's good for an entrance look in today's era of drag race, if that makes sense. Yes. It checked off all the boxes that need to check off. And it was easy to move around in. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of these people are still freaking out thinking that they're going to have to lip sync in like the, in the first episode. Co- correct. Yes, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. And what's funny um, is that I thought that she was, I thought that she overall was one of the stronger ones this episode. Yes. I mean, it yeah. did happen to be her boot episode. It was a longer premiere. So she had a lot more um, camera time. She did think have she the gets, most confessionals. Do you think she gets a check for two episodes or one? See, that's what I still can't figure out. I'm calling this episode one. People are still saying it's episode one and two. I say when someone leaves or there's a lip sync, that's one full episode. See, when I when I went back and bootleg watched this MTV Don't Sue Me, um, there was episode one ended with the girls meeting each other. And then episode two was everything else. So I think that means that she technically got, she got double pay that episode. She got, so. she got time Which and a half. So, and so half. Does, that means so does um, Ariana Grande. Holiday pay? <laughs> um, I'm going to give this look a two. I'm going to give it a full two. I think it was wonderful. I really liked how the rhinestones were on all sides of the spikes. Mm-hmm. She is someone that when she said she's been doing drag for, I think 10 years or 12 years, Perfect. I was like, oh yeah, I can see the, I can see the work put into it. This is yeah. really great. Yeah. The audience, 84% to 16% boot. Next is... I'm trying to think, what did I say the first time I wrote that? 
Well, oh, she says gag them a bit for sure. It's Lex Noir London, and she says that she is the physical embodiment of the word superstar. We love a confident queen, don't we? She describes her drag aesthetic as effervescent, diva, flawless, stunning, period. Okay, we're really giving confidence on the stage tonight, aren't we? Okay, so I I really have to, one, give it to Lex for assembling a package when nobody knew that he actually left. Like, I remember, I remember because like, it's a small town, people can kind of generally hear things. He, to my knowledge, because she's Mo's drag daughter, um, didn't go to the same designers that a lot of the other people went to, supposedly, allegedly, hypothetically. I don't know her package. Her other drag well. daughter did. Um... But that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, at, like she was able to put this together on a different set of resources. To my knowledge, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to, you know, say whatever. Um, but I think that I almost feel... I didn't feel like bothered by her being very confident because I was like, that's a 22 year old talking. That's someone Correct. that like, so, yeah. That, yeah, that's someone that like, it was like their first time auditioning for drag race or second time and they got on good for them. I, I almost feel bad to an extent because I'm like, she's going to look back on her season five years from now with a completely different set of eyes and be like, Oh, why did I do this? Yeah. Great. So all-star material. Look, absolutely. The look yep. is by someone who hasn't had that much drag race experience recently. It's Monteguera. I was going to say um, Mondo. Yeah. 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 Um, the hair is not 48 inches. Uh, we need to help oh. you America with Oh. That. We need to help the U.S. Oh. Okay. So um, I got to say, props to, prop, props to her for carrying the bit. But, honey. It's honey. so funny. Um, Even Marsha, 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 who's been doing drag for a year, knows how to measure a wig. Correct. Um, I love the dynamic that Katsu created with that lightning bolt. I think the mug is correct. I think this was a nice start and a very impactful start for her. In this very part. impactful. I loved the hair. I loved her makeup. I loved her. Um, her cat. Her cat suit was, uh, or her her body suit was honestly, I would wear that. That's yeah. that's a beautiful material. Um, going to say she probably should have had a little bit. Well, I get because you know if you're wearing like it, it's a weird. You don't want a harsh line with nude illusion. You want like right. it to be all one panel. And if you go too thick up top, then you see the neckline. But if you don't, then you run the risk of seeing your undergarments, which we saw on her several times this episode. Mm-hmm. I'll I, give it a two. I'll give it a two. Um, I think I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. Audience, 81% two, 19% boop. Now, our first two queens are going to hug it out, and Irene will say that she is gorged and ask if that is a 22 inches of prime premium human hair, and Lux is officially offended. She claims it's 40 inches, but even my eye knows the difference between it. Um, did she get scammed? I think that she did that thing of being too confident and thinking that nobody's going to be able to actually know what they're talking about to you, mm-hmm. because there is a certain level of you can get away with that in local drag, because like, nobody's going to call you on anything. Like I remember once I did a gig where someone said that they were eating, that they had gluten-free chicken. Yeah. Someone, and nobody called them on the fact that it was like, like on a microphone. No, like they were like, Oh yeah. Like I've been working, I've been eating gluten-free chicken, all these other, like they were like talking about like their body being like really awesome. And like, I was just like, <sighs> nobody's going to say anything. Okay. Work. Um, Please, we're so stupid. 
I mean, like, there's a certain level of like bravado that that's word, right? Bravado that like mm-hmm. you just kind yeah. of like you have you usually have when you're a local girl, and I can see I, I'm not gonna say delusional because that's a very cheap word to call someone because you're on reality TV and there's probably jitters that go with it. I'm going to say that like she could she had several opportunities to be nicer about it yeah but i mean at the end of the day it was a funny it was a funny bit and it had me going up wearing my little little kitty cat wig being like oh i love these 40 inches of hair (laughs) now lux will tell us in confessional that uh she was offended that some bitch is saying her hair is not for you because i mean trust she's right though but we also will learn that lux is from new jersey where the drag is okay she's also the little bill drag um she says that she is the prettiest of new jersey and the jersey queens have their pitchforks ready um wow way to offend an entire state i mean like i would i would never say that i was the prettiest or best at anything i just would be the prettiest or the best and let everyone else say that because that's like and again like i like she didn't do anything wrong Except for overstate. Yes. And, I, and I'm noticing in the very few confessionals that we had of her this episode, the very few moments that we've had her in the Meet the Queens, and the very few moments that we've had of her this episode in general, they're really going heavy with the, she's confident, can she back yeah, it so up? I think this seg- first segment throughout the whole like, first part of this episode, we're getting a lot of Lux in a very unique way. I mean, there's shade and there's also being a brat and not like the fierce, delicious way of being a brat. I am a little worried about Lux's edit. She's not coming off as likable as she thinks she is right now. Because like even people I spoke to at DragCon, like, oh, we don't like her. She's terrible. She's awful. And she's not a terrible person. I've met her in person. She's she's really sweet, very soft-spoken. And in press interviews, she seems like she seems fine. But I'm like, this is a 22 year old doing drag. Like, yes, absolutely. okay. Okay. Let, let them run around. Yeah. All right. Next up. Do you feel that aura? I bet you do. Trade has walked into the room. Dear Lord, what a sexy man. Uh, she is Nashville's best, most stunning, most electrifying drag performer. It is Aura Mayari. Uh, she is a dancer. She does high energy numbers. And she says she is our Filipino goddess. And after this past season of Draggers Philippines, I think I'm falling in love with Filipinos. Um, it's a new development for me for sure. She's hot. No, no. Well, I mean, I'm also dating a Filipino lawyer, so I, I get it. But, um, uh, Aura Mariari, I, I, I look at her confessionals, I look at her presence, I look at her, her movement, her, her quality of movement and her wardrobe and all the factors. And, and this entire episode, what was, te- what it was telling me was that she, is slightly either manic with her movement or she's afraid of stillness and she's just and she's someone that just like has to constantly be doing something and like i think she's a little unnerved by the maybe it's the camera i don't know but like she felt she felt very put on okay interesting interesting like i like i'm like that was your choreography that was your and also I feel bad for her because you know that she didn't plan this, but having three back-to-back black looks black. with, with yep, silver no, hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
And like, I'm sure, I'm sure she'll do well in the first couple episodes, but she reminds me very much of like someone who just like, there's a disconnect between her mouth and what her body is doing. Mm -hmm. She says her drag is a little bit Beyonce, Rihanna and Justin Bieber as she puts on masculine swag when she performs. That word gives me shivers. That word gives me shivers. Ugh, we're not going to talk about it. That word gives me shivers. All right, Ugh. this look is by House of Curio, hair by Elder Glorak. Um, I think black is a power color and she's a power player here. Love the contrast of the black and blonde hair. She's petite yet very muscular and still she's serving sexy woman. Um, love the textures that this look has. And I envy that mug. It's, it, it's, a, it's a good paint. I think that I, I think that my biggest problem with the outfit was I am never a fan of thigh-high boots and then a mini dress because okay. it not only doesn't take you to pretty woman, which is not something that you're it's like a, sh- a bad thing, but it's it makes your leg look like yeah, she, she looks very petite already, and she already is tiny. So it's like it's like when you have like even like a little. Which by the way, I learned this was a made-up word. I did not know that this was not a real term. I call the silhouette a cookie duster because it's like just like over your pussy. All right. And like, and yes, 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 yes. Hello. Hello. I coined that term, even though this is not what that phrase means. Please welcome to the stage, Cookie Duster. I'm fully making that my new drag game. Um, but but it, when you have like your like your thigh high boot going up to it, it cuts off your leg. And I'm just like, eh, I I I wouldn't wear it like this. I would wear it with a with a little strappy little heel or something that makes my leg look long. That would be great, but yeah, I, I I have a feeling that she wears to dance as opposed to look. Nothing wrong with that, especially Nothing the first episode. Um, I just feel bad that it was all black. Yeah, I'll give it a look too. I'll give it a boot. Ooh, wow! Uh, the audience ninety three percent two seven percent boot. Ten percent seven or seven 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 well, percent seven's my lucky number. There it is. Uh, now, Aura will run over to the girls, and the girls will note that Aura is out of breath as she was doing the utmost. Aura will ask the girls what they are most excited about, and Lex is excited to just, like, win. Cue the eye roll oh. from Irene. You were oh. rolling those eyes for all of us. Oh, I gotta say, in the early parts of this episode, the Lux and Irene back and forth in the facial expressions, so good. Yeah. So good. All right. Next up. Ow, my nose. Yep, she did that. It's Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She is mom's favorite and a favorite of Block Talk. Congrats, girl. The girls are going to ask what happened as Marsha has a bandit on her nose. And Irene says that she looked under her skirt and got hit with a secret. Um, to Irene's credit, she's very quick. She's very, very sharp. Oh, so quick. So quick. Yeah. Um, her, I can see the Bosco hum- friendship. <laughs> her humor slightly reminds me of a queen named Adriana Trento. Who? Irene? Irene. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're very quick and very um, pointed um, and, and, and um, rude. I love it. Rude? Rude. Shade. Rude. How dare you? Now, we all know that her name is a Brady Bunch reference, and her look is a favorite Brady Bunch moment, of which when Marsha gets hit in the face with the football, it's iconic for sure. Uh-huh. Um, she says that she is the prom queen class president. Really, really beautiful. And now when she's standing there, one of the queens says that she kind of looks like Jan. Now, is that because they knew who she was and made the joke? 
Because I don't I gotta see the comparison. Say... Anyway, um, no, 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 no. I, I, I think that it was. It's very funny because like every single thing in the five minutes, I was like, oh yeah, Marsh, Marsh, Marsh show. It's a reference to Jan. Okay, cool. I was like, we've reached that point. Yeah. And then all, well, I didn't know her, so I didn't know that it really was a Brady Bones reference. Like she actually went with that. Um, I. I I feel again I feel bad because she is she does not strike me as someone who is a bad person she strikes me as a very sweet person um she has your seal of approval so I'm sure she's a nice person um she she strikes me as the la la re trope of like someone who auditioned not expecting to get on the first year maybe thought they were like just like you know do it just to do it and then they got cast and they're like, what am I going to do? Yeah, and- I, I, I have a feeling there's a story that's untold so far. Like there, there's op- something clicked to make it work. Um, we all will learn that Marcia is a trained singer, dancer, actress. She has a BFA in theater. She's been on Broadway and she's about to weaponize her BFA. Was she on Broadway at that point or was she, was that after? Um, she was on before. So she was in the, I think Marsha, I apologize. I think it was the final cast of um, Kinky Boots before it closed. Then she went to the Kinky Boots um, on Off-Broadway. But she was also in Hello, Dolly. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. I thought she got on Kinky Boots after she got from Drag Race. But I mean, it was, it was both way, because it was on Broadway and Off-Broadway. It, either it was way. Two different productions, yeah. Good for her um, because Lord knows I could not do it. <laughs> the look is by Marsha. This is her drag. It makes sense. It's very simple yet effective. The only thing that I wish she would have done was camp it up with the Band-Aid and stoned it. See, I... The Band-Aid was the least of the, of the things that I had a, a umbrage with. Um, for me, I found that she has yet... Like, she had... Props to her for making her entrance look. I would be a nervous wreck for doing that. She made um, the majority of her package, I believe. I think except for, like, two things she said, yeah. yeah. But, um... For me, with that particular silhouette, it looks like she got a pattern for it and made it well. But mm-hmm. she selected a size that was good for her boy measurements, not necessarily for her girl measurements, if that makes any sense. Fair. like That makes sense. She, she, to me, it looks, just based off what I saw tonight, it looks like she hasn't learned the, like, here's where you put your jacket if you want to make your legs look long or if you want to have them not read as you are too big for these clothes. I feel like, her stockings were a little, they, they hit a weird point just below the knee. So it made her thighs look large, which then made the jacket look long, which then made her look long and lanky and not like sprightly. I don't know what to, I don't know how else to describe it. Sure, sure. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I will say that she did seem a little taller than everybody else, but maybe after going to drag on this weekend, I think everybody's short. Everyone, everyone's shorter in drag. Oh my God. It's very wild. Well, also at the same time, like I, I, she is someone that like I I see it a little bit more than I see it in Lux. The like the eye and like the sort of like I see what she's going for. I think it's the execution for me that's going to be that's the, fair, the that's through fair. line. Yeah, um, I'm going to give this a toot. Oh, I'm going to give this a big old boot. Sorry, sorry, the audience. Fifty nine percent toot, forty one percent boot. Um, we're going to learn that Aura says that her first impression of Marsha's drag is basic, and Correct. that's going to be a running theme of this episode, Correct. possibly for the season. 
Now, Marsha and Lux Bro. know each other from New York, and that is great, but an editor plot hole, as Lux has yet to mention New York, despite saying she's from New Jersey. Also, for those international listeners, they don't know where the two states are, so um, it's just all lost on you anyway. Yeah. I had someone ask me if New York is near Los Angeles, and I just laughed in their face this weekend. I said, no. No, it's like a five-hour flight. Mm. No. All right. Now, Aria will ask her about singing, and Marcia says she doesn't really sing in her live shows, and I wanted her to so badly just be like, I don't sing pop music because I'm a Broadway star. But she didn't do it. She's humble. She was she was modest here. Um, uh-huh. But she will note that pop music is all about Ariana Grande. Coincidence? I think not. I think it was a coincidence because I know a lot of gays who are really inspired by Ariana Grande, and will just say it at any given point, which I think is also kind of funny are that you? someone... No, I'm inspired by my favorite musical artist of all time, Lizzo. Um, But but that's why I named myself after her. But um, I think that it's funny that they gave the the Jan joke when it's like Jan's also really obsessed with Ariana Grande. And it's like, huh, funny how that worked. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that it's, did you catch that when Ariana came in, uh, Marsha Cubed was like, oh my God, I'm wearing a full face of your makeup. And I was like, that's not necessarily a good brand endorsement, but mm. anyway. Ooh. 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 <laughs> All right, next up. What? Hey, bitches. It's your girl, Anitra. Another bitch who can get it. Oh, my God. Very cute. Uh, she is your oh, Sin so City bombshell from Los Angeles. She describes her drag as sexy, glamorous, and not great skin, but she doesn't drag. I can't wait for someone to call her seal in a reading challenge. She doesn't have bad skin. She doesn't. There's like one little patch you can see in confessional, but like she doesn't really have that bad skin. It looks uh, like so... a birthmark from the polio vaccine. It's right. not I, even anything bad. Girl, you is you good, you good. She's very, very she's, cute. She's a 24 year 24 year old? Sure. I don't I, they don't put ages on anymore, so I can't figure out ages. Girl, you want to talk about ages? We will talk about it when we get there. Remind me to bring up the age thing. Um, because mm-hmm. it is wonky. Yeah. Anyway, um, um so Anitra, I really like. Um, she is my winner pick. Oh, okay. She was okay. my win- she was my winner pick from the uh, reveal. I really liked her. I really responded to her. Um, I like her makeup. I like her uh, presence. I like her aesthetic a lot. And yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah. So she is a stunt queen, which is a term that the collective use those use these days. Um, mm-hmm. And this was important information as we will, in fact, in, this will inform the rest of the episode about stunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will give you splits, dips, getting chips and eating dip. Um, she's doing everything. Adriana, what's your favorite kind of dip? I don't like drinking my food. So I don't like sauces and I don't like dips. Oh, okay. Yeah. The look is by Anitra, helmet by Abraham Levy. I love everything about this. Um, I love a queen that can make her own stuff and a queen that can execute her artistic vision. Um, I don't love Abraham Levy's designs. So I, um, I, I love everything else about it. Um, but again, my favorite part is that she doesn't take herself too seriously. I love that when she came in, her entrance line was, what? <laughs> I love the black and gold color story we're getting here. Why just a headpiece with no hair? Couldn't tell you. Um, it's edgy yet fashion. She's got legs for days. I love the fabrics and textures she's got going on here. One of my favorite looks of the night. Oh, fully, fully. I love this. Um, it's yeah, it's a two. It's a two. Audience, 93% toot, 7% boot. All right. So how is her head? Well, apparently it's disgusting. Marsha has than- to ask. 
if the lack of wig is a common thing for Nietzsche. And she says, no, she usually has a wig on. Irene will ask if she has a pussycat on over there. And Nietzsche will say she's broke. So no. And that is how you be a relatable diva on Drag Race. That is relatable content. I relate to her because my nose is a little crooked from uh, banging my head from uh, pantomiming blowing an audience member during my show the other day. So uh, yeah, so my head's dangerous. Her head is disgusting. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, next up, she's just here to fuck shit up. It's the beautiful, tantalizing, mesmerizing, sensational, motivational Malaysia baby doll, baby doll, baby doll fox. There's something jarring about her confessional look and maybe it's just how dewy she looks with the boy makeup on. Um, there is a lot of boy makeup on. There's yeah. a lot. It's, 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 it's packed on there, maybe more than she has in drag. Regardless, she is from Miami, Florida, making her the first in the franchise. It only took 15 seasons, but baby, she made it. She They've made never it. had a Miami doll? Really? Crazy, right? Insane. Insane. Wow. Now, that has look, to be wrong. That has to I be wrong. think it's wrong, but apparently, I would hope the Miami queen would actually know if she's the first or not. Where's, where's Latrice from? Isn't it like Pensacola? She's up north in Florida, I believe. Okay, keep talking. I'll look it up while you keep while you keep doing this. All right, this look is by the average Joe. Hair by wigs by Golgi. Uh, what does the fox say? Maybe she likes furries. I don't know. Uh, it's pageant drag with a camp twist. I'm going to need a bit more time for her to grow on me, but overall, the look is elevated. Looks good. I'm not sure if this is her drag and a first impression look. If this is what I want, but I'm intrigued by it. What? I love this. Although I will say it took me until a rewatch to realize why she was a fox. Uh, well, um, uh, words are hard. But well, it's, well, the only thing that bothered me was that the panel on the skirt was slightly off from the rest of the bodice. I uh-huh. think that she added that after. Also, uh, Latrice Rao was from South Beach. I just looked it up. Um, but um, so yeah, Miami. No, he is the first Miami queen. Um, I loved the foxtails. I loved her entrance line. I loved her personality this entire episode. Um, this episode was not for her. No, nope. but I really like her. I, I liked her entrance look. I liked her reveal. I liked her her photo shoot. That's about it. But um, I can't wait to see her. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm intrigued. Now, she will be asked about her whereabouts as she shares she's from Miami. And Irene says that Miami drag is some of the best drag in the country. I have not been, so I cannot confirm more than I. They have some of the best drag brunches in the world, I will tell you that. That's true. Now, she will reveal that she does, in fact, have a pageant background, but she is not successful at them. And I said, that is funny. That's good. That's how you you, you win us over. Yeah. Now, let's ask if she does have drag, if she does drag full-time or has a day job. And Malaysia reveals that she has a hairstylist and makeup artist, and she works with a lot of celebrities, including the City Girls. Who are they? Can you help me out here, please? Okay, first of all, First of all, you left out Trina. Second of all, um, the baddest bitch, Trina. Second of all, um, City Girls, they are uh, known for their uh, songs that are very uh, strip club friendly, um, shall we okay. say. They, um, she did that, they, or they did that song uh, Twerk with Cardi B uh, and mm-hmm. uh, Twerkulator and um, a couple other songs. The songs um, you don't perform. Oh, what are you talking about? When that comes on in Drag Suicide, I am, I am there. Um, no, it, it was a, um, they do a lot of, um, I mean, they, they do a lot of hip hop and a lot of their songs are like more like raunchy party songs, which is fun. Um, but point being like, she's around like actual girls that like are like, like she knows her way around a beauty blender. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's been doing drag for 13 to 15 years, and she's, she is a walking billboard of artistry. Nice. All right. Next up, I'm homophobic. It's my dear, dear, sweet baby, Princess Poppy, who I will still just call Poppy because that's her. Oh, my she God. Says yeah. That she is a real life fairy princess. And that checks out. I can confirm that she's a fucking princess. Her Everyone drag was is a brunette. <laughs> yeah. Her drag is very princessy and girly, but her performance style is the opposite, as she is eccentric and irreverent, aka she is a psychopath. Uh, she says that her biggest achievement in drag is going viral on TikTok with the I'm homophobic dress, which truly was a big moment, uh, very on brand for her. Now she says she's funny, she can act and sing and rap and stick her ears in her ears. She went viral on TikTok? Yeah, she did with that dress. I you know it's funny because I'm not I'm not on TikTok, so I don't I know am this. now. Listeners, go follow me on TikTok. It's gonna be a long journey. I apologize. Not the plug, damn. Uh, but um yeah, wonderful. Um I am uh very excited to see her. I've booked her, I know her. Um she comes from a different class of drag. Um, so I I didn't really grow up with her doing drag with me. Um, but she's a wonderful girl, a great, great, great sense of humor. Um, used to be a brunette, but now is blonde. Um, Remember and- when back in the day there were, um, you know, we had competing Friday night shows at Boots and Saddle, those trio shows. I produced <gasps> them Patel oh, with Poppy Van and Yeah, that was my. Those it. were my girls. I was with Gilda and uh, Boot and Boudoir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy times, crazy times. Crazy times. We had um, two gigs before the battle closed. Right. Um, I think we had three. I think we got into our third. I don't remember. Anyway, um, Poppy, I will say that she's very soft-spoken and confessional. I know her, and this is just who she is. She's very subtle until she's not. And that not is usually when she's performing. Mm -hmm. The look. No designers listed. Um, she went very simple with this look. Um, I thought she was Twister, which makes sense because she a hoe. I um, thought it was Twister too. Yeah. Um, I was res- expecting some sort of reveal of some sort because, again, that's what I know her to do. Um, it's good. I know her and I know she has more. So this, something was off. This was, this was not what I was expecting here. This isn't what I was expecting of her entrance look either. Yeah. Um, Maybe whatever she was planning, she's saving for another time. I don't know. Maybe um, they, maybe, I mean, I mean, like there, there's a conspiracy theory that maybe they tell them that there's, that they're getting wet. So like wear stuff you're okay with. Possible. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, we'll talk about this actually when we get to the photo shoot. Never mind. Putting a note in this. Yeah. I'm, because it's Poppy, I have to give her a shoot. Oh yeah. One, I mean, it's not a bad look. It's, it's, it's very, um, uh, Two two, it's very uh, it has a place. <laughs> Fuck off, no, it's it's. Um, I like it. The two, audience, not in love with it. Forty nine percent two, fifty one percent boot. Anitra will tell us that Princess Poppy's look is basic but effective. She doesn't know if she's a painter or maybe a drag queen, but she looks like a lovely white lady. Poppy has been doing drag for seven years since she was eighteen, which checks out. Um, I did the math; it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But let's. Let's check in on the others. How long have they been doing drag for? Well, Irene says 10 years. Lux says she's been doing drag on Instagram for four years, but only has been performing for a year and a half. Um, cue the lasers coming out of Malaysia's eyes. She's not a fan of the baby queens and wants to know if they have the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. 
Marcia will say that she has been doing drag on Instagram for a year and New York for a year. And when Poppy is like a year, the collective New York City nightlife saying the same thing when they all found out Marsha, Marsha, Marsha got the call for drag race. I'm confused. And like, this is just a joke. I get it. It's fine. Everyone's valid. But I was reading that. I was, I was hearing a year on Instagram and a year. I was like, since when does it like, was it like a Craigslist because ad? You're ta- you just getting drag and taking pictures? No, because of the pandemic. So I believe she started like 2020 uh, when you couldn't perform. And so- then 2021 was when she was like out and about. I believe I, I, that's how we're probably going to yeah. go. Well, also at the same time, like there's not a lot of spots for underage people to perform in anyway. So it's like, okay, maybe that does make sense. Um, Marsha? No, Marsha not underage. No. no, Lux was. Lux is. Lux was. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, Lux was. Yeah, yeah. Now, Irene will say that they can be old while the baby queens can think that wearing unstyled human hair is good enough to get the end of the competition. The battle lines have been drawn. Lux will take major offense to it and refer to Irene's hair as that. And Marsha is about to fight a hoe. I mean, like, it's a tired conversation and it's a, a true case of don't judge a book by its cover, especially when, like, if I'm not mistaken, uh, like, let me just let me just see something. Yeah, Marsha is one year younger than Princess Poppy. <laughs> yeah, I don't get so. this whole baby. Yeah, I don't get this whole baby, baby, whatever. It's, yeah. It's a mindset, I guess. Yeah. Um, In fact, Anitra is the same age as uh, as uh, Marsha. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, is that Sasha Colby? Of course. Period. It's former Miss Continental Sasha Colby. She is a singer, dancer, activist, and all around goddess. Is she the body queen? Yeah, she's the body queen. Mm-hmm. Um, should they all go home? They ask as she poses the house down boots. Well, based on the edit, perhaps the majority of them should go home. She is fierce, ferocious, and ready for battle. Her look is by Tracy Ford. Balls by Big Mama Tama. Uh, remember Moana? This is her now. Wowie, wowie. She is serving. I think her mug is very interesting. I'm not fully sold on it yet. I still see a um, little Mariah Paris Balenciaga in it. That being said, she is sexy and she knows it. What's wrong with Mariah Paris Balenciaga's nothing. mug? No, no, no. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like I see her face as opposed to... Uh, well, Sasha's I think that... Face. The thing that I appreciate about Sasha is that she also showed two different makeup styles. And, Absolutely. And actually three different uh, looks throughout. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of girls were like kind of like stamped in like a particular uh, like genre of drag. Mm-hmm. And I, I really appreciate Sasha uh, for stepping outside of the box. Yeah. A little bit. I'll give it a two. Oh, full two. This is, this was high drag. Audience 88% two, 12% boot. Now what? everyone knows, yeah, I know. Uh, everyone knows Sasha Colby, and she's a legend. As Marcia says, it's intimidated. She shares that she is originally from Hawaii, but has been living in LA. Um, so she's been doing drag for twenty years, which is basically how long Lux Noir London has been alive. It's funny. I I have expected Marcia and Lux to not know who Sasha was. Lux, maybe. No, you know, both of them are really smart when it comes to drag. They, I think that they, they should know who she is. I mean, yeah. When, when was the first time you saw Sasha? Me personally? Yes. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. It I will tell you the first time Karen I saw her. I saw her at Nightgowns at uh, Sasha Velour's uh, show uh, where she bo- did Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it was a whole piece about her transness and her uh, her her gendered uh, uh, journey 
and it was really good. interesting. Well, I saw Crystal oh, Versace yeah. perform Bohemian Rhapsody once, and it was just boring. Did you see that picture of Getty images of her at DragCon? They no. caught her mid hair flip. Oh, no oh boy. Oh, no oh boy. Oh. Now, Avi, Carrie is her daughter. She is here to represent for the trans girls in the house of Colby. Now, suddenly, we're going to have another body enter the room. Onasia, is that you? The person is going to once again struggle to unzip, but when they do, the bitch broke free. It's Ariana Grande. She has her moment. Don't you worry, Lux. She got her moment. Um, it, now, did Marsha almost sob in the spot? I think so. Poppy, you can lift your job. Save that for later, please. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love, I think this was actually the best reveal uh, of any celebrity that we've seen. And I got to say, the best part of it all was of um, Ariana Grande when she, she just goes, trying to get like her arm above the, the zipper. Yeah. In no way did this look like this is vivacious coming coming through no, no, uh, the no, door. No, no. But I loved the callback. And I loved, and I, 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 I am jealous that the girls got to meet Ariana Grande. And if I were in the second group, I would also be jealous that the girls got to meet Ariana Literally. Grande. Literally. Now Ariana will come to the table and say, it's an honor to meet them and that drag is the most infectious and joyous art form, fact or fiction. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fact. I think that, yeah, Ariana's always been very vocal and authentic about her support of the community. So I'm fully, she can be a judge every year. Now she thanks them for bringing joy to the Drag Race fans and Lux thanks her for giving them break free. Uh, has every youthful drag queen performed the song by this point? Are you calling me youthful? Yeah, I'm calling yeah, you youthful. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it, yeah. I felt like yeah. I was watching, like, if I was ever cast on the show through Marsha, I gotta be honest. Yeah. Now, Ariana shares that the last time she was there, she had just filmed the Bang Bang music video the night before, and she had a different nose. It's funny. I saw her on that, or I saw that episode. I was like, why does this look familiar? Where, what? And then I realized it was the Bang Bang video. Yeah. Huh. She felt she wasn't present for that moment, so she advises that they live in the moment as their lives are changing for good. And there is our unintentional wicked plug. Was she cast in Wicked by the time this? I was... believe so. I believe I believe we had it. Uh, okay. Um, now we're gonna get no alarm. Just a door opening as mother has officially arrived. RuPaul is in the workroom. Now Ru mm-hmm. will ask Ariana how excited she is to be there, and she will exclaim that her pussy is on fire. There's an ointment for that, but she ran out. Huh. Funny that that very well. Uh... And Anitra was in this group. Huh, funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Rue welcomes oh. the queens to season 15, where the Sons of Shenanigans are just getting started. We will learn that the winner will walk away with a one-year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills and cash prize of $200,000, courtesy of Cash App. It's a lot of money, honey. What would you do with $200,000? Um, I would um, do twice as much with it as I would with the regular $100,000, which means twice the amount of uh pad thai um yeah. now what's funny is that i always will whenever they do like the announcement of the prize i'll always think of the lee dawson the uh the <laughs> a year supply of the pointer sisters in or out of the andrew christian underwear Ooh. now poppy says that's a lot of money and she will invest in crypto and that did not age well Ooh. <laughs> uh, but it would be poppy to invest in crypto isn't it 
I don't know. I I mean, I she is a San Fran queen. She's in she Silicon is. Valley. Uh, she probably uh, would invest in a, a tech startup. Yeah, probably, probably, probably. But she's got a sugar daddy for that, so she 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 doesn't do anything but just look pretty. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's time to reveal the very first mini challenge. They will be paying tribute to Drag Race's first ever photo shoot, which means that they are going to get sprayed in the face with a garden hose. Uh, sadly, Ariana can't stay as she has to return the look to Vivacious. More on that soon. But she'll be mm. back tomorrow with the extra special guest judge. And I can't wait to see how this turns out. Huh. Now, Ariana will say the infamous good luck and don't fuck it up. And Rue will tell the Disney and tell the Disney. Yeah, she's going to tell the Disney. But girl, she was on Nickelodeon. Oh, I caught that too. And I was mad about that. I was <sighs> like, there's not a producer in the year. Be like, okay, cut. We're going to do that again. The Come Nickelodeon. On, yeah. yeah, especially because Nickelodeon is part of the Viacom family, <gasps> right? Oh, wow, wow, Oopsie. wow! All right, let's head out to the lot for our photo shoot. Um, whose car do you think that was? Do you think that's Ruse? No, I think it was on rental. I love the retro vibe of it. Although I so gotta cute. say, it's really shitty that like California was probably in a drought, and they were like, "Oh, we're just gonna play with the garden hose." <laughs> you, you, you're right. You're right. Uh, world-renowned photographer Albert Sanchez will be shooting the Queens. Who's Albert Sanchez? Nobody fucking knows. Exactly. Um, Irene is up first, and she is digmatized by the pit crew. I mean, I get it. Uh, she's get there for a good shoot, um, but she is looking like a drowned, harassed rat, and that is a Scissor Sisters reference. I am here for it. Um, she commits, and it's a pretty good photo. I'm here for it. I thought that that was one of the most successful photos of the day. Um, I really, I forgot how much they scrubbed on the girls. Like oh, I yeah. forgot, I thought it was just like water, but like they, like you, this was the first shot of the day. So I think they were very like, they forgot how like intense to make it. So she got like really lucky with like how little water she actually got on her. But Lux, I don't know. Is, Lux is up, ready to pose the house down. She hates getting wet and her 20 inch human hair unit is drenched. Um, uh-huh. It's really a wet teaser contest going on. She got white on, and she's going to split her way for her final shot. I, I, I never am a fan of like a queen that does like the the like. This is my move when I'm photo shoots. Like, like you, this isn't when you like do like your signature move. This is when you do like a, right. a pose. Um, I will say didn't like the photos didn't love the I thought the better parts were her wringing out her hair I thought that was yeah 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 next we have order Mayari and I bet this bitch knows a thing or two about getting wet she is a horny bitch and touched the pit crew and apparently according to Rue this is Bruno fucking her because that's how fucking works I again she strikes me as someone who just doesn't really like She's not really in full control of her, I guess. Or I guess she's nervous about being on TV or something. But like, I, I don't see a lot of like quality movement with her. Sure. I'm just kind of like, like she seems manic and nervous. And I just, I didn't like it. Marsha is there for the pork chops and applesauce. And yes, that is a knit turtleneck and it is wet. Poor girl. Um, it's like torture in some countries. She will acknowledge that she did pretty bad. And well, we love a self-aware queen. Yeah, honestly, I thought it was I thought it was great, uh, her self-awareness of it all. I think that was the best part of the photo shoot, her just being like, yeah, I got to meet Ariana, but we're going to drown you. 
Now, this episode was all about odd formatting and pacing. We are about to hit one of our firsts as we are going to head into the workroom where the first four queen, queens who did the shoot will start to do drag. Why? Not because sure, Sasha Colby is yeah, for yeah. our next quote. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see Irene on the table living her best life, to which Lux says that Irene still looks like a swamp witch. Now, back outside, we have Anitra, who is very humble and excited to be part of the legacy. And while she tries to give Naomi Campbell, she is sprayed in the face and she cannot handle it. And neither can her eyelash. It is RuPaul's waterboarding race. This is when I got really, uh, when, like, I think they finally realized, oh, we have to, like, actively mess with them. They have to yeah. be able to, like, yeah. Now, I Malaysia is, yeah. yeah, Malaysia is next. And she has on her good shit. Those feathers are drenched. Those stones are damp. And um, she's doing what she has to do. It's a competition. She, well, she can sell it on eBay. I'm sure someone will buy that look. Yeah. Water drops. Yeah, Poppy is here, and Rue does call her Poppy, so that's now my permission to go back to calling her the OG name. Love you, girl. Uh, now, mm-hmm. Rue will ask her to say, I need a freak in Spanish, and like the batshit nightmare she is, Poppy will say, I need El Frico, and Rue is cackling. Um, she Poppy, had the most successful posing. Absolutely. Poppy is being sprayed in her butthole, and well, she likes it like that. She's got water in all her holes. I'm so glad those tights got washed for the first time in three years. Congratulations, Poppy. Yeah, I, I gotta say that that was the... I wish she was closer to the car, but like I think that that was honestly uh, a second to Irene. Now, finally, it's Carrie's mom, Sasha Colby. She is channeling Moana. She's no Naomi Campbell, but she will do an aerial hair flip. Um, also, she says that she that like all her interactions with boys with hoses, she's thoroughly confused and utterly in the dark. I was like, that's a good line. That's a good line. I love yeah. it. I, she is someone who is a good talking TV head and doesn't yeah. try too hard. Now that Sasha's back, she's going to get out of drag along with the others. And Poppy will note that when Marsha gets out of drag, she can't tell. Aura, the same as she would never have guessed. That's what she looks like out of drag. That Demi Wispy Lash is off. Um... All right, we're reading Marsha pretty hard. It's, this is going to be a theme it's, for this season. It's not, it? a, it's not a read. It is literally just her not having on a lot of makeup. And like, I, I saw this discourse online of like, people being like, why would you ever tell someone when it's like the first episode, you're supposed to show who you are, how like you don't like their makeup. It's like, well, would you rather have them like not say it? And then like be made, like, I, I thought that they very kindly told her that like, hey, it's not enough. Uh, Aura is going to free Junior and Senior and the ladies in the room are thirsting all over the muscle queen. Anitra doesn't know how she's all that man and all that woman. Now Lux. Man, she feels like a woman. Now Lux will continue walking around in her human hair unit that she paid for every inch, all 40 of them. And Irene still wants that measuring tape. But out of the drag, they are all going to chat and note that this is clearly a split premiere, so they are are they going to be better than the group? Well, Malaysia thinks so, since there's they're there, but it's too early to tell. Marsha will note that she didn't get a negative energy from anybody when she walked in, but Lux will note that she did get, get a little bit of a bad vibe from Irene. She says it was just catty country, to which Irene was like, I wish y'all were throwing it back to me. What is your feeling? Should they, like, you meet someone and the banter should be, like, reading each other the house down? I think that... It, it was at a little bit of a nine or 10 when it could have been at like a six or a seven. Sure. Um, but you have to kind of lighten up if you're going to be in a room full of drag queens. Like you kind of Literally. should be. Especially should in be television. Kind of, 
you should be prepared for a little bit of whatever. Although I will say, I think Lux was playing it up knowing that a camera would be on her, but I don't yeah. know. Her, Irene says that being cunty is hilarious. The most drag queens think so too. She's just trying to be funny. Yeah. But Rue will come back in and note that they've all cleaned up good. The winner of the mini challenge is revealed to be Irene Dubois. Do you agree? Fully. And I don't think that it was nice of Lux to say, oh, I, I disagree. I was surprised. I thought that she wasn't someone that could be photogenic. Right. Now, saying someone's not photogenic, like, if you tell me that I'm not photogenic, I'm not going to be hurt by it because I agree by it. But, like, another drag queen, I don't, I, you can't really say that. That's rude. That's mean. It's, especially it's if they're really, on TV right now with you. It's really rude, especially when she has better makeup than you. But Ooh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the Max Challenge, Rue shares that they will participate in the town extravaganza called One Night Only. Cue that One bumper. Night Only! <laughs> Uh, they have to wow the world with their solo star power. Now, we'll get to critiquing the, specific, the specifics of this challenge, but for now, what would you do in the talent show, Adriana Trenta? The talent show terrifies me to, to the oh, nth no. degree. I don't know what I would do. Like, I figure, I've, I've thought about, like, what my entrance look would be. I have thought about my snatch game. I have thought about, like, how I would do in a roast, how I do in, like, every every design challenge in the world. Um, the talent show is the biggest variable challenge in the world because you are only given a minute, and now you're given the ability to do licensed music, but it is the easy, it, it's almost as easy as an acting challenge for the producers to be like, eh, or, or the music behind yep. her. I, 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 that challenge terrifies me. Also, it's because it's like the first challenge. I'd be afraid of going home first. Fair. Now, listeners, if you would like to suggest uh, and help Adriana here with a potential talent for herself, feel free to DM her. She'd love oh. to hear from you. I mean, like, I'd probably sell RuPaul a mattress and drag. I, I, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> um, but first, they have to work together to create the big opening number with their own choreography. Um, that they did not use. Aura is a choreographer, wants to show her skills. Malaysia is nervous, y'all. She don't want the girls to know that she's weak. She ain't no weakest link, Chaka Khan. I don't know why the girls are so You didn't acknowledge my joke. joke acknowledgement right. um i don't i don't know why the girls are so obsessed with like oh i have to choreograph i have to be the one to to like sh- to really to like lift my leg and piss on this because it's like you you never get like extra points for doing it you you just get extra yeah, this isn't the apprentice no yeah yeah you don't i think the last time someone who won a challenge because they were team leader was max wow long time ago yeah like very very long time ago like it's not about that and honestly if honestly if i was shady i would have been like sasha you take it lux is feeling confident she's better than other people in the room as they walk out of the room irene says to lux that she thought she was going to get it and lux responds well i did too naomi was rejected once you win some you lose some but she plans on winning most she's very confident i wish i had that confidence at, at that age Oh, fully. I'm. I. She has a very enviable sense of confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. Now we're gonna head to the main stage to get the dance on for one night only. And when I say main stage, it's like maybe the back of the main stage, maybe some other room in the um, lot. It's where they film Untucked, but they didn't set up the stage yet. 
Uh, so who is good at choreography? Uh, well, Aura likes choreographing stuff, which I bet you do, girl. Sasha raises her hand, so does Marsha, and lots just questions if they're going to even be good at it. Marsha will timidly say that she will take the reins. Is that a risk you would give yourself on day one? How would you? Abso- absolutely not. I would, honestly, this is only because I would know the cast and be like, Sasha, you're the most experienced. You take it. You just call her old. No, I'm saying that she is going, I can read the room and know that yeah. she is the most experienced in drag. And if I want to fuck with her, I would be like, hey, you're the most experienced. Why don't you do this since you know so much about drag? Why don't you just establish yourself as a front runner? Oh, wait, you can't, you, oh, wait, this isn't, like, I would play that game. But also at the same time, like, it would be a, like, I wouldn't have to choreograph. <laughs> right. Like, like in the, it's a, it's a pitfall. You never, you never tilt your hand to the producers know that you take yourself seriously as a good dancer. Right. That's, that's asking, remember when Raja did that? Mm-hmm. Now, Marcia thinks her background experience with dance and choreography, uh, she thinks she can spearhead this. Aura, though, has ideas, but she wants to see what Marcia has prepared first. But Sasha is not really here for this plan. She wants to let Marcia start and then they'll piggyback. She says that she's had to deal with a lot of children in her life and what she's learned is you let the kids play then you clean up afterwards. I was like, she, she's a wise one. Yeah, which is why I would be like, hey, why don't you do this and put her on the spot? Marcia doesn't think it's super dancey and wants to enter in couples. And then Nora's like, sure, Jan. She wants to just show her idea and starts to take over. Did you think that this was what the producers asked to happen? Or do you think these girls just had the confidence that they were like, I am the number one crowd for the season? I think that they purposefully didn't tell them anything. So that way they would they would be like distracted for an hour while they got the yeah. other girls to do their photo shoot. Now, Aura wants this to look sick as hell and not Broadway uh, is what I think it came down to. But Marshall will speak up and be like, this is not what I would do. And Irene is like, I would like to not double choreograph. Honestly, I was like, Ooh, the girls get intense. It's very, it's very tense. Um, yeah, that that is honestly like, but like what's sad is that like none of the girls sounded right in the scenario they they all just sounded like kind of egotistical now mother colby will be like so who's going to give up control and it seems like it will be marcia as aura just goes back to her beat they will do this blob bit and then lux is like okay so how do we get, how do we get that yeah they're yeah, like that. Y- yeah and it's it's not paying aura in a, in a particularly good or i th- i think it might just be that she's like not the brightest i don't know i don't know i don't know she a dumb jock she she could be she could be young dumb and full of anyway let's move on um uh speaking of poppy uh she says it's (laughs) it's gonna be a very long night i love you poppy uh now while the queens are rehearsing little do they know plans and schemes are happening so let's see the crew clean up the workroom as as if there was no one ever in there because it is part two of our entrances this is where the formatting felt a little weird for me. I was like, I get why we're doing this because 16 in a row would have been a lot. We're in the third hour. It would have been 15 the, because we had our, one entrance is uh, two yeah. people. It's like season 11 all over again. I, yeah. We're, we're in the third hour of the Jerry Lewis telethon, as Bianca Del Rio would always say. All right. Is this the meeting for the itty bitty? Is the itty committee because they're here? that voice get used to it she's gonna be our talking head for the season it's selena Stiddies, and she is repping the, from los angeles she's the hustling diva of west hollywood come on we ho she reminds me a lot of britta in the hair 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Her head is so oddly small. She got big ears, and I just can't look away. I, I, I gotta say, she is someone that I would love to have a drink with. Um, I love the look. I love the aesthetic. I get exact. She is someone who really branded herself well. Yeah. I would obviously never wear this outfit. No. <laughs> for for Please obvious don't. reasons. Please don't. Um, but, um, I thought it was very successful. I really like this. Now, she's very camp. She's a ghetto superstar. She is Jolita, campy, and cunt. She is a little DTD. And is she the only one who got invited to Ruth Quintiera? Is she the first one? Notable. But uh, she does love the bar scenes. But she does mm-hmm. TV and commercial work. Um, I want to know her resume. I want to see the CV. I want to know where I've seen her before. Load the IMDb page. Load it up. Load it up. All right. So this look is by Troy C. Ford, hair by G.L. Walton, nails by Nail by Joseph, belt and buckle by Jacob Mullenhausen. Her proportions are so fascinating to me. Um, I, again, like you said, I get this look. I know who this person is. Am I blown away by it? No, it's serviceable. It's the Oh, boxers. no, I'm blown away by it. I'm blown away it's, by it. I love it. It's so camp. The boxers are so camp in those heels. She did that. Uh-huh. I will, I will say my favorite part was the the weird blending of the feminization of it with the yeah. masculine features. I loved the the uh, plaid um, uh, uh, duster, uh-huh, uh-huh. I guess you could call it. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of her nails in this, but also I just never liked the skewers, so I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it goes very much into the character that she's trying to portray here, but um, I'm actually going to give this a boot. I think it could have really? a little more polish to it. Yeah. I think that there was plenty of polish. I think you're crazy. I'll give it a toot. The audience, 59% toot, 41% boot. 41% of you are losers. Anyway. Uh... Speaking <laughs> of, is this thing on? It's Amethyst, resident meme queen and pop star of Connecticut. And if Miley Cyrus was a boy, this is her. Who is this dweeb? I want to shove them in a locker. I bet they would like it. Oh, I, I was like, where are you going with that? I was so I was so mad for a second. Um, I do not. Yeah. Her aesthetic is influenced by the Y2K era and is known as a comedy queen. She went viral on TikTok. Her most viral video has 8 million views. She thinks it's cool to be the first viral TikTok queen. Little does she know. Oh, I, they did. Okay. So. They were so cons- shady with her today. Conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Get ready. I'm so sorry, Amethyst. I have a feeling she was cast as a foil for the queen, for the, for the twins. Oh yeah. Cause like, it's like, oh, like she went viral on this. Oh, well, this is what like another viral queen, like, it, like the, the, this is what it feels like to get 8 million views every single time you post. Okay. So I, I, she's another one of those queens who I feel very, very bad for because I'm like, she's someone who clearly auditioned, loves drag race, didn't have a like a malicious bone in her body, but was cast, dare I say, a little early. Way too early. Like I I I feel bad because it's like I feel like if she were to ever come back, like if she were to ever look back on this time, she'd be like, oh, what was I doing? This, that, and the other. Like now, all right. The hair is by Shopwell Beauty. And that's all she posted. Because we you wanna know, know why? We this know is from we- Dolls Kill. Yes, literally, my 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 assistant. We were watching this at, uh, in London, and I they guess. were like, "I have this in my my cart. I have this look in my cart." Um, unacceptable, unacceptable. Um, she is literally representing baby drag in all the wrong ways. The hair is great, and I'm going to say this to you. I've said this on the preview podcast. The mug is giving Cherry Poppins on a great day. <sighs> 
Yes. Um, what's funny is that uh, it's weird because yes, like outfit and excusable, like you're going on drag race, like at least either sew it yourself or like at least customize it. Like rhinestone the get out of it if you have to. Um, Bob right. Bob. Bob wore a fucking $30 thing. Sure. And I, I got to respect the balls on doing that. I got to say, with the hair and the star earring and the microphone, it kind of blended together. I kind of, I like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I could see Britney Spears wearing this. I could see Lizzie McGuire wearing this. Like, yeah. But everyone can clock it if they do drag. They, you know what this is. See, here's, I, I gotta say, I am guilty of doing that, of going, of clocking girls on like, oh, I know where you got that. That means I don't like it. Um, and, oh, no, this is, this is an absolute inexcusable thing to do on, on your first entrance look of Drag Race. Um, but like, I mean, it's, it, it's uh, not, you know, the shoes I hate, everything else I wasn't really that offended by. It's a boot. <laughs> Oh, it's a boot. It's a boot as fuck. It's a boot as fuck. Um, the, the audience, 19% to 81% boot. Um, also, I yeah. love that Selena will call her Vanilla Spice because she totally clocked her, like, clocked her good. Um, oh, yeah. I would, not be, I would not be worried about this queen if yeah. I was on Drag Race. Amethyst is so excited to be the first Connecticut queen. Little does she know it's about to change in a few more minutes in such a short amount of time with four... Three more names. The Serena Cha-Cha of Connecticut. Damn. Um, she likes to consider herself one of the top names in Connecticut, but she is still labeled a newbie. I mean, look at her. Um, now, Miss Whitey will compliment Selena on her undies, and she's like, girl, these are boxers. You may say that in Connecticut, but they're not the same thing. And I say, girl, you're gay. We don't say boxers. We do say boxers. I mean, we do. We say it, but we don't do them. You should, know, you should know they're not undies. They don't wear boxers yeah. anymore. They're not sexy, I, no, I, apparently. I call them I call them boxers. I don't know. I I mean, by this point, I was like, okay, this is where I'm taking my, my Prosecco at my viewing party, ready for the next queen to come in. Speaking of, make room for your MVP, spelled J-A-X. It's the iconic Jax. And she is the Simone Biles of drag. Boo! I hated that setup. Wow. Um, she considers herself extremely competitive and has a competitive athletic side to her as she has been one her entire life. It's true. She has worked so hard in every aspect of its craft. You got it, kiddo. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited to watch you. Um, so excited. She says she is bangy, athletic, and extremely preppy because although she is a New York City queen, she is here to remind you that she is from Connecticut. Did you know that she was from Connecticut? I did. I did not know this. Oh yeah, I mean, I know, I like, I know the story. So like, I'm glad that we got it out in this episode that she's adopted because yeah. I can't wait to hear more about it. But this look is by Jack, stoning by Pussy Willow. Gotta give her a shout out. Jacket by Ten Yard Clothing. Hair by I Forgot Locks. That's like all of my friends in one look. Oh God, shut your mouth. What are you gonna say? I. Listen, I think this is exactly who Jax is for an entrance it look. Is. Again, it works. It is. Um, I gotta say, it's weird looking because it, it, I see her every other fucking day. So I was like, huh, that's what your makeup looked like back in the day? You, you know what I mean? Like, it's before she started doing like a cut crease. And I was like, yeah. oh, wow, okay. But uh, like, I, the outfit, cool. I, I'm going to be honest. 
I kind of wish it was an actual like Clover's recreation and it wasn't just like generic green. Is is that like a color scheme that's like... uh, green is not the color I expected from her p- color palette. That's that's what I was intrigued by because it's not it, something it, I color see her in. It's a dark. It's a very dark green. It was I, a dark green. I mean, I I saw the reference. I knew exactly what she was doing. I loved mm-hmm. the little drum line when she came in. Um, I personally really would have wished that it was a Clover's outfit, but I mean, that's hey. fair. The stoning yeah. is immaculate. The hair is great. Again, not a color I necessarily associate with Jax. What are you talking overall, about? I associate that color with Jax. The red? That uh, Maybe it's the, how it was styled because it was obviously a little more grander than sometimes she does. Um, yeah. Overall, very smart first impression because it looks like a good complete drag look. I'll give it a two. I'll give it a two. I think that entrance line, I, I feel so bad for her. She very clearly thought of that in advance and it did not pay out. No. Um, listeners, uh, clearly don't have allegiance here. 67% to 33% boot. Selena tells Jax that she is giving her bring it on and it's the tea. Jax will ask for Amethyst's name and she is not going to clock her like she knows her, but she's going to whip out her crystals that her mom gave her, which I think is the cutest thing. We love Whitney's from Connecticut. I don't think she actually knows Amethyst. But Jax works in Connecticut. I would have thought she would have known of her, maybe. I mean, it goes to show you that Amethyst clearly was cast from a different cloth than uh, that's true, that's fair. other girls. You're cut from a different cloth, yeah. Now, we will learn in this moment that Jax is adopted. She is half Puerto Rican, half Black. And personally, again, I hope we get a little more time with the storyline on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this show doesn't like to give me nice things all the time, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. But um, this is the moment we're going to learn that Jax is packing and tiny but mighty. And well, the more you know. Sister Dick will make you sick. Anyway, um... next up. Oh, Lucy, you got some slaying to do. It's Lucy LaDuca, who's a construction worker by day, drag queen by night. She goes through a lot of duct tape, and I bet she does. Uh, she's known for her live singing, her quick wit, and her man hands, but the boys like them. And we all know what that means. The more you know. I've been a fan huh. of Lucy for a long time. I've followed her. I'm friends with her on Facebook. Um, oh, she's a, she's she's, she's a, amazing, I, and she's very I've, cute too. I've known of her. She is very intriguing. I can't wait to see more of her. Um, I someone on Twitter said this, and I can't unsee it. I think you saw this as well. It was um, he looks like all three of Stephanie's child combined. Oh boy, I can't unsee that now. Thank you. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Yeah, yeah. She is the body beautiful. Move over Sasha Colby. She is the body queen. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Now, the look is by Mondo Guerra. Hair by Hats by Carlos. Um, it's very much what she does. I love the bleach denim aesthetic. I think the pop of pink is right. Great hair on her. She's giving cougar. Fairy. She's someone that, like, seems older than she actually is right i think she's actually younger than i am by like a year or two um looking up she's 32 so she's about three years younger than i am yeah 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 i'll give it a toot oh full toot head to toe everything executed well audience 83 percent toot 17 percent boop now amethyst is so happy as she knows her from connecticut selena will say that she's so skinny the body is here and lucy will see amethyst and turn away before amethyst gives her a hug she knows that Lucy is one of the best hosts in Connecticut. They go way back. 
Lucy, though, is surprised to see Amethyst as she did drag for five seconds. She's already there. Also, she has seen her outfit before, so it's nice to see it in the workroom. Shady. That was such a shady comment. She said it so nicely. It's like, that's, that's what I love about drag. She is, she is the, the face of everyone being like, I am not intimidated by this person. Like, Well, sorry. I mean, Amethyst has been doing drag for two years. Well, Lucy is big at 12 years herself. Mm-hmm. Next up. Don't be fooled. The camera adds 10 pounds. It's Mistress Isabel Brooks. She is a heavyweight champion from Houston, Texas. It's a big girl. It's a big girl. Big girl walking down the sturdy street with those her sturdy drag. heels. Her drag is big and beautiful and glamorous, and she's not afraid to experiment with different silhouettes. She's going to look sexy and make you eat it, bitch. No designers on her look, but it is down and dirty Texas drag. She is big. I think is- she made it. I think you she think made so? it. Maybe. I think. Um, she is ensuring that all eyes are on her. I love the black and nude playing with one another. Maybe not my favorite wigs, but um, my my dear lovely assistant this weekend said to me, and I can't unsee it, it's Eureka. You want to gag even more? It's Eureka at 24. Yeah, literally. She's 24 years old. Crazy. Um, Marsha is older than her. Insane. She's I like one this year older than the twins. <laughs> I love this look. It's amazing. Um, it's I think it's a two, full two. This is the this is the epitome of high horror drag. Well, the audience loved it. 98% two, 2% boot. Ooh. Ooh. Now Jax will note the heels, and Selena's like, why heels? Listen, some girls need support in a kitten heel so they don't fall over. I would be said girl if I did drag, but I'm not. But Mistress will come over and joke with the girls by the heels and say that she knows that bitches be breaking their ankles, so she had to play it safe with the one incher. Um, I mean, it's true. How many how many times have we seen people go? And now that they're not bringing them back for future seasons, she's like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, I really have to like watch myself now. Now Mistress will look at Selena and be like, what's this, honey? She says it's called drag, bitch. And Mistress says that she's giving her very prison Selena. Check that wrist hat which will prompt Mistress to say, I'll be your Yolanda this season. I mean, that was dark. Who oh. wants to be Yolanda? But the T is, she did get her, she did gun her down and it lasted her. So there's that. I, I, was, I was like, that means that she's going to shoot her. Go kill her. She's going to kill her. Um, now, Amethyst is living for Mistress as she embodies down south drag. Drag is here. Nice. Next up, Mira, Mira. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, no, no. No, not first Houston. What no. am I saying? No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fiercest queen of them all? It's her. Robin Fierce, Connecticut's grand diva. She's like Diane, Carol, Mariah, Carrie, and Beyonce had a baby. Um, she's hot. I'm not gonna lie, she's very attractive. So attractive. She is so I can see why. Uh mm-hmm. Amethyst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say she seems a little reserved. Um, I yeah. can you imagine if I yeah, yeah, but like honestly a really nice girl i've met her she's really cool um great performer um and i am excited to see what she brings to the table um i think i think she fits in perfectly with this cast and clearly she does because lucy laduca uh almost tackles her yes now she says she is like a light that shines very brightly and everybody comes like a moth to a flame i mean yeah i'm sold um she's confident regal and says she has bad bitchery but as she stands there, Jax says it's RuPaul's Drag Race Connecticut. Um, and yes, Selena, Jax, and Robin are there in Connecticut as well. But Jax will joke and ask who's working in Connecticut. And Lucy is like, 
no one. <laughs> uh, the look is by Jeffrey Kelly. The hair is by Mo Hart. The, she's Mo's second drag daughter on the season. Correct. Yeah. And, and their sister was on Drag Race UK four. So yeah. Town. Um, oh. This is my absolute favorite entrance look. It's elevated. It made a statement. The color is exceptional on her. The hair is brilliant. I am sold. I am a Robin Fierce fan. I think it was a close second. I really loved. Uh, well, actually, I really loved um, Mistress, and I love Sasha's, um, and even Anitra's. But like, this was very um, relaxed, but in a yeah uh, upscale way. I'll give it a two. Oh, full two, full two. This is a this is a wonderful. Ninety-three percent two, seven percent boo. Robin will walk toward the group before she is chased down by Lucy. And we will see in a very nonchalant hug from Robin and Amethyst, but more on that later. Why? Well, Amethyst knows Robin better than anybody else in the competition. They have a little past. Now. Apparently a a present as well. uh Uh-huh. Now, is there anyone that you would not be able to be in a workroom with because you have a past with? Next question. <laughs> What's your name? Tell us, Adriana. No, we're not having that discussion. No. Fine. Well, Robin will tell, let Amethyst tell the story, and people at home don't try to ship them. She will block them. Um, speaking of blocking, one of the queens I interviewed at Drag Con has blocked me, and I'm going to get to the bottom of that one because I still don't understand it. Anyway, Selena, Selena will tell Robin that her drag is cunty, to which Robin's like, yes, that is my drag. Um, now this season is the season of the season queens versus the new generation. We will hear Mistress say in confessional that Robin's lace was reflecting from the duct tape and notes out prep is everything in drag. See, should just wearing a wig cap as it will, as the lighting was a no-no. Um, I'll give her a free pass there because again, this is all of their first time on camera. You don't know how things work. You do have to adjust things. Um, you don't have to wear a wig cap at home, but you probably got to do it on the TV show because you will see everything in HD. And I will also give uh, Mistress a free pass for making that comment as well, because Robin is older than Mistress. And mm-hmm. I think Mistress was turning on the juice and knew that if she didn't stick out, she was going to fade. Now, Lucy will shade Robin and say she can't believe she's wearing a nail and she's never seen her wear one. And she says, lies, lies, Minnelli. Hmm. Why do we have that line? I don't know. We'll get you it. It's funny how that happened twice. Robin will tell Lucy to go home, and she says she doesn't plan on going home with the whole time. We shall see. All right. It's time. History is about to be made. Well, this doesn't look like the toy star. Wait, that was my line. Whatever. What in the Maria Kate and Ashley is going on? And yes, Selena said Maria Kate. I thought I, I thought that that was all the eye caught that, but wow. Maria Kate. Um, it's sugar and spice, and I would do awful things to both of them, but I will take the blonde one um, if I can only have one. They are the oh, dolls yeah. that came to life. And while they may be a duo on TikTok, they are sold separately. Come on, story producing. They are the first twins to walk into the room on Drag Race together, but let's not forget that India Farah and Phoenix were on season three. <laughs> I got I gotta say, if I was a producer. I would put them in separately and different groups. So that way, when they all came together, they went, what? 
Yeah, but no, this is what the what they wanted. They got their memes, they got their storylines, they got the clips to share. It got people watching. But I, I agree with you. I would do the, exactly what I, what you said. And I think they tried to because she had the the shower cap. I think that she was planning on getting wet. Yeah. In the first group. Now we are going to learn that they did drag on social media, and I believe it might have been Gothy Kendall who was one of the first people to put them into face. Oh, we have her to blame. I believe so. I mean, look at the faces. They're very similar. Yeah. Um. Listen, Gothy was so very kind to me. Um, so my assistant knows Gothy, and I, I, it was one of the shorter interviews that I did. And I was like, I don't know. I felt like she wasn't here for it. My assistant's like, no, that's the most chatty she ever is. You, you got her to talk. I was like, okay, I'm here for Honest, it. Honestly, I really wish that um, she would like make everything like extravagant tiger print now. Right. Um, but that's not fashion. No, no, honey, it's not fashion. They have 7 million followers on TikTok. I will take like five years. Can I just have like five followers? We can each have like five followers and they'll still have more than all of us combined. Yeah. Um, the look, the tops are by Pirata Victory. The hair are by Sugar and Spice. And the skirts, yes, they said it. They put it on Instagram. They are by AliExpress. Honestly, we love a, it, a honest set of queens. I, I, and you know what's funny? I like these girls. I think that they have a place in the community. They have a place in the show. I think that they're perfectly fine. Um, and they're also really nice people. I've met them. Oh, good, good. They yeah, are they're respectful. Balls. They're respectful. Um, I will say, have I grasped who is who when they wear the same hair color? Not a chance, baby. Not there yet. I, ha- I have not had enough time with them to know the difference with the, if they have the same hair color. They didn't um, have the same hair color on. One was magenta and one was red. It was that orange light fucking everyone up. It was magenta and red. Yeah, I saw them as the same hue. Mm. Um, it was very expected. It's ex- I, this is what I expect them to do. So in a way, I was bored. Um, mm. So I'll give it a boot in that sense. I got to yeah. toot this. I got to toot this. Okay. This was amazing. I think that no matter what, however they entered, we would say, oh, I wish they did this. Or there's Absolutely, so many ways that you could have done it. Yeah. Yeah, but audience 59% to 41% boom. Now, Amethyst knows the twins from TikTok and thinks they're coming for her gig. And I was like, oh, you're funny. Lucy <laughs> describes them as Romy and Michelle on an acid trip. And I bet all the Gen Zers are watching and be like, who are Romy and Michelle? Is that a Netflix show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mistress tells us that she thinks the twins are very annoying. And normally we would see this confessional and be like, oh, Mistress is terrible, but she is actually the voice of a big majority a large- of the fans. Yeah. Um, I want them to grow on me, but we will see. We'll see what's going to happen. Oh, now, you left out the best part of Mistress Isabel Brooks when they go, a big girl. She goes, a big girl? Where? Yeah. Now, <laughs> Spice will ask if any of them know them from TikTok, and Amethyst raises her hand like she wants to be part of their club and be the third twin, a.k.a. the triplet. But let's be real. That triplet spot belongs to Poppy. <gasps> oh. I can see that now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is everything mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Now, Selena and Mistress will very bluntly be like, no, but we don't know you, but really Mistress knows that, like, she knows them, and she just doesn't want to give them the satisfaction. Um, to be fair, I'd probably do the same thing. Honestly, yeah. That's, like, she came in with, like, the, like, the in-game mode, ready to go. Yeah. 
Now we're going to start to have a very put on moment from Spice explaining how they are stuck in their childhood forever. They were life-size dolls. They do some very canned lines and it's a very bit like off-putting. But then we're going to have Selena call Chucky, call her Chucky and Annabelle. Spice takes it. Meanwhile, Sugar's like, I'm be like Barbie. And I have to say, girl, we already have her and her name is Trixie Mattel. I don't know if Trixie Mattel would be like uh, then then same category no that no they do different things now next we have spice say that sugar is regina george she's the janice Ian, and selena's like is this what you do on tiktok uh yeah yeah that's what they do um they rehearse do, lines yeah. and say them and sugar says they should be called canned and bit and it's still serving canned bits um is there an off switch swipe away swipe away swipe 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 <laughs> meanwhile i will swipe right on um the boys we are going to learn that they are from long island new york and everything makes sense now does it yeah (laughs) annoying um now they moved to la selena's like you did where do you perform um you asked now they tell and they said their room they have done one at least they're honest it's true it's true now they've done one or two performances sugar says that they were nightmare the collective faces they're all literally gooped and gagged um to be fair we had scary cat on uk season one like she, she was the same thing the difference is scary cat has now apparently quit drag no she hasn't really she's a she's a um uh like a um uh a oogie spooky queen i can send you her instagram oh i'll have to look Oh, yeah. Now, Mistress will say that they don't perform and do actual drag. And this is going to jumpstart the twink twin plot line. They don't see them as drag queens, but they want the chance to change the misconception. Sugar is dying to be a part of the drag community and be friends and go home and bake big drag queen pie. Just be sure it's not a sherry pie. But I'm ch- uh, they will all know that they think this is only half of them so far and i'm like work on your canvas the producers asked for it, please this is all very very bad come on when we get to the acting challenge next week come on friends we gotta get better i mean it, 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 I, I don't know it'll be interesting oh. to see them on two different teams though it will be right now it is a split premiere no i don't know robin notes that they think the other girls came and they're like the second batch but losers like but there will be stuff in hero Girl, wait till you watch it back. It's season 15. Something's about to be. I will Sadly, say that that makes sense why they moved it out because it was like, it was like, well, no, I'm looking for the details. There's it doesn't add up. And right. I felt I felt bad for her. Well, suddenly another body enters the chat. It's too tall to be Ariana Grande again. It's vivacious as Ornacia. Is she gonna compete? Do you imagine if that was the actual first twist? That would have been funny. I would it's nice to see vivacious again. I absolutely I, um, yeah. It's funny that, like, when you see Vivacious next to Ariana Grande, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Mother has arrived. It's Vivacious. Look over there as Rue enters once again in that loud lime suit. The queens head over to meet Rue and get introduced to the season. Rue is counting on them to take the drag to new heights. And Rue is like, Vivacious, I hear you're going to hang out today. And she's like, lies, lies, nice. Manelli, lies. And there you have it. He called back. That, that was the most canned, like, Vivacious. Face this camera and say this line and just and like it was oh, I I love Vivacious. I love mm-hmm. her. Now Rob for, their, six. for their very first mini challenge, they'll go back to their roots as they strike a pose and get blown away by Rue. Um, we're gonna get to the set where Rue says it's her favorite outfits of the season that the pick crew have ever worn. 
Um, what are it's they? The shoes. The shoes. It's the shoes. Yeah. Um, we have the same photographer as before, so we're just gonna get started. We'll get right into it. They'll be trading cannons for cross rockets. I was like, please don't ever say that again, Lou. Please, please never say cross rockets. Well, I mean, that's what you call that motorcycle, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Selena cities is up. She straddles the hog, knows the motorcycle. She wants her to make Rue wants her to make love to the camera, and the wind gets faster and faster, and she's just riding Bruno. Very camp. I enjoyed what she was doing. Not the greatest photo, but I enjoyed the process. I will say that I wish that her train was able to like lift a little bit more. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But that it, it's just a circumstantial circumstantial thing because like obviously she can't have uh, Bryce be in front of her, and it's just kind of like eh, like I don't know. Bryce really got like a lot of screen time this episode, as he should. He's the legend of the pit crew. The legendary picker that he is. Now that Jason left, he's the alumni. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's the old bitty. He's the he's the the old guard. Next, he's the Vinny Vega of the, of the pit crew. Oh, Ew. all right. Next is Amethyst, who should go back to high school and get her license. Uh, she just screams filler. It's a choice. She's making unfunny and unsexy faces. I'm not here for her. I mean. She is living vicariously, uh, we're living vicariously through her. She is like, if just the random person got on Drag Race. And I I can't fault her for taking the opportunity. Jax is slang. She knows how to do a photo shoot. She thinks she does well in this challenge. Or should should she be looking like a thumb? I don't know. More on that soon. I really liked it. I did too. Now, Mistress is next and she gets blown by feathers and she is showing off all three of her chins as she shuts it down. I was like, at least you acknowledge it. And um, I'm so mad at one of my boys this weekend who decided like to not be careful and make sure all 50 of my chins were showing in some of those pictures, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. One of your boys. I had two assistants. It was wonderful. I loved it. Oh. oh. Um, Lucy's turn. And she hasn't ridden a motorcycle before, but she's ridden a biker. Not surprised. Da-dun-tch. She is serving that stunning smile until a Feather gets in her mouth. Um, I thought she was actually going to choke. This seemed like a dangerous challenge. This was very dangerous. And, and you know what's funny? I, um, I So earlier I made a, a note about this. The one thing that I would not want to do on a photo shoot, I, can mind, I don't mind getting wet. I don't mind being stupid with the fan. I am waiting for the day when Drag Race jumps the shark and makes them pose with live animals. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, no, I do not want that. I do not want that because I, with my luck, I will get cast the season they pose on the spiders. And I'm like, no. Are you cry? You can cry. I am an arachnophobe. I would not do it. I would. How about I snakes? Would... Can you do snakes? Oh, yeah, my anaconda okay. do. Yes, I love. I love them. All right. Next up, the Robin Fierce is here, and she gets called Melba Moore. And again, the Gen Z watchers are like, who? Robin is wearing lip gloss and like a moth to the light, the feathers were like, mine, we're going to stick on that lip. Um, she was out of her element because I know she could do better. And also, um, Wigloo has improved since season two. Or at least people I mean, know how to apply it. I, I really think that, yeah, that's like a, I mean, maybe, maybe the technology has gotten better. I don't know. It has been a hundred years ago, so. Mm. Now we're doing that weird thing again where the pacing is weird and we're going to just watch Robin go in the workroom with more queens to go in the challenge. But why did we do this? Oh, 
Because the so last two are the twins, so we can talk about them without them in the room. Uh-huh. I think that's why we had the last bit, because we had to have this bit. Because it mm-hmm. really is going to be the start of a lot of the plot for this, the episode, and probably the season. Well, is it? Because it got resolved very quickly. I, I think it's going to set up Mistress with the twins, at least. You ask we'll as if the twins are going to stick around. It's TV. They're sticking around long, long. Enough. Well, no, I, one of them probably will. We'll see. We'll see. Now, Robin says it's sickening to have two people walk in at the same time, and Mistress gagged until she saw who it was. And Robin will note that they all clocked that on her face the entire time. But like the voice of many, Mistress says that she doesn't want them to play on her profession as drag as her bread or butter. She says if she has to tell her to glue down her wig for the first challenge, a chop for her. Mistress says she'll help her and won't talk shit, but Robin calls her out for that as she is literally talking shit. And I was like, okay, I like Robin here. She, she's not going to let the bullshit happen. Yeah, I think that that was a very healthy interaction. And I think that it portrayed Mistress in a positive-ish way, unlike, say, like Lux, where Lux was just constantly getting the, the mm-hmm. I'm so this, I'm this, that, and the other. Like, Mistress is like, I'm backing up because this is what I think, and this is yeah. why I'm X, Y, Z. And yeah. We will have more tension come from Robin, who wants to be the peacekeeper. And Mistress says... Um, you have to earn my sisterhood. I don't call everyone sister. Where do you fall on something like that? Oh, I agree with that. I don't have many drag sisters. I, in fact, yeah. I don't actually really have a drag family. Like, I have friends in drag, but, sure. like, sis- sisterhood is a very selective term. We're going to go back to the shoot. We have Sugar up, and uh, she knows how to fuck a camera, though her hair is gagging her. She's serving face. She is sickening into, sticking to her modeling room. Stuck in the suck it, suck in the gut, stick out the gut. No, whoa, whoa, so uh, whatever it was, tighten the tuck. But Rue was not impressed with the entire thing. Rue was just, just like, next. Yeah. We have Spice, who's decided to remove the wig and puts on a shower cap. And Rue is like very perplexed by this. Um, Spice, where's your thoughts different. on this? Well, Rue was like, don't you want to do hairography? And then she's like, no, this was just not the ticket for me, it didn't work. I think that the minute that she put it on is the minute that she said, I'm the twin that's going to be sticking around. And I, okay, I, I think, can see that. I think that she knew that, uh, that twins on TV are oftentimes, there's at least one episode where they're in the bottom two together and one of them gets eliminated. And I, I think mean, that yeah, obviously it has to happen. It has to happen. It has that's to. I mean, Fla- Flavor of Love did it on season three. Um, oh, Flavor but- Flav. Oh gosh, yeah, but um, uh, and I think that she was doing like the the work ahead of time and being like, okay, I have to stand out and like not only stand out from the other girls, but stand out for my sister. And I'm calling conspiracy theory. I think she was supposed to be in the first group. All right. Uh, well, maybe we'll find out one day. Now everyone's de-dragging and they are gagged with the tattoo wonder known as Lucille Duca. To be fair, in and out of drag, Lucy, very different person. Um, very. They all know that Mistress is the biggest transformation and know that it's not Horatio Sands in drag. Um, it may be an owner of the pizzeria, too. I don't know. Wow, read her. Also, we know I love a twink, um, but the shirtless twins, not mad at it. More you, of that, please. You thirsty thirsty deprived man 
I'm literally deprived. It's not fair, people. Someone, my birthday is coming up next, like in eight days. I want a twink for my birthday, please. We we will take you to uh, uh, Spunk at Adonis. We will we'll take we'll take you there. Um, Spice notes that Mistress is eyeing down her and Sugar and to get into the gig and collect the data. Mistress will say she's young and usually doesn't get to work with youngins at the drag as the drag legends are on the older end in Houston. But who's ready for some icebreakers like we're in middle school? Spice will ask everyone to describe themselves in one adjective. Now, before we get to how this is about to turn out, Adriana, your turn. How would you describe yourself in one adjective? Tired. Yeah. No, no, no. I, um, no, no. Like this is when like it felt like hour three of the of the drag race TV movie. Right. And this is when I was like, this is like uh uh I was like, can we fast forward this? I just want to see the runway and the challenge. That's all I want to see. Now, this will lead into Spice not knowing what a filter is as she gets called goofy by her twin. And when she talked to herself, words came out. She put them together. And this bitch is actually serious right now. She's learned how to form sentences. I'm ready for them to shut up. Yeah, I'm ready we, for them to we, shut up. We will narrow, learn here that they are the same in and out of drag. Uh, but now for more weird things. Sugar says that everyone is either a bike person or a purse person. And I don't know what that means. I think they're referring to like smoking. Like, do you go on a bike ride or do you like, go, or like, do you go on the porch? I think that's what they were. I think that's what that was. I don't, I know. don't know. I don't, I don't think that there's a, I think that there was a whistling sound whenever there's a windy day around them. Okay. Interesting. The girls are getting annoyed by the twins, even though mistress is warming up to them as she will find them a hoot. But Rue returns with some news. The winner of the mini challenge is Lucy LaDuca. Do you agree? Yeah, I think that Lucy I took agree. the best. Actually, no, no, no. I think Jax was the best photo now that I think Yeah, about it. I think Jax definitely could have gotten it. Um, I think Lucy did give a little more than Jax in the sense that you didn't think Lucy should have been as good as it as she was, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that like they didn't show Lucy taking that really great picture and then just like, oh, right. okay, work. Yeah. But yeah, her and Irene, $2,500 for taking a photo. Fuck her. Fuck that. At least Wilson. at least Irene left as the lowest ranked drag queen of all time. And with $2,500, she won more money than Lawrence Cheney did. It's true. All right. Once again, it's a reveal that they have to get their talent on in one night all name. Cue the bumper. One night only. Rue tells them they will have to choreograph their big opening in the rehearsal studio. Meanwhile, back in the... With the unsuspecting queens, they are still trying to figure out what they're doing with the choreography until it's all stopped when Rue arrives. That's a shocker. That's almost like, oh my God, Jeff Probst is on a boat coming to camp. What's happening right now? Someone yeah. go get medevaced? Could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, why? Well, what would make this big opening even more irresistible? How about eight more dancers? Season 15 queens meet season 15 queens. You know that there was, you know that one one of those queens did not get what she was saying and was like, oh, we get dancers? Yeah. Um, I personally hate that we miss the queens in drag meeting each other in drag. Me too. Do you think this paid off or was this tiny twist to split the arrivals detrimental to what we love about drag race premieres? It was detrimental. The only way that it would have worked is if the the twins were separated because we didn't get them freaking out about Sasha Colby. We didn't get them free. Everyone freaking out about the twins. It was Mm -hmm. them meeting each other. And like, we've done that three times now. Right. Now Rue will tell them by the end of the week, um, one of them will be going home for reals. It's not like last season, bitches will be leaving, but 16 Queens walk into a bar. Welcome to drag wars at pieces. 
<laughs> Welcome to So You Think You Can Drag on thir- on Thursdays at New World Stages. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how part one ends, and we're going to jump right back into part two, where Rue reminds them that for one of them, it's really one night only. Cue the bumper. And each time Rue would dance. Rue was dancing. Rue was in a good mood. She was the dancing queen. The Crazy. dancing diva no, of Texas. There's no body double here. This was actually Rue moving. Yeah. The queens will get to see each other. And while we do not get to see it on camera, it does appear that my wish of getting to see Jackson Poppy reunite happened. They did. It did seem that they went to each other first. Um, but as Aura puts it, season 15 is trades and twinks. And you all know I'm here for that. See, here's the thing. I don't think any of them are trade. Aura is the trade of the season. Take it back. Fire upon you. I would say that if if I were to ever get on Drag Race, I would want to wear a dress made out of Pokemon cards and say that I'm the trade of the season. Okay, very good. I like that. Good job. You get it? You get it? You get it? Sure it's do. trading cards? Yeah. Now, Irene grew up in the Texas drag scene and knows that Mistress Isabel is no joke. She is known for being that girl who will cut you down. She's excited to talk massive shit with her. Now, as all the girls sit on the road boxes, it's time to see who knows who prior to this day. Selena knows Sasha from back home, and I've heard that there's actually beef between the two of them, but I don't have official confirmation. It's definitely it's only hearsay at the moment. Whoa. Lux will be like, I know Sugar and Spice from Instagram. And to be fair, do you really know someone until you've met them in person? No. Yeah. Like I knew my dragon assistant from Instagram, but you don't really get to know them until they've crashed with you for an entire fucking week in your hotel room. And then you're like, oh. Who is it? Drag her, um, slay her. Irene is not impressed by sugar and spice, as everyone knows who they are. Who they are. I will say that her drag friends are virtual, so it's nice to have friends in person. In fact, she wants to touch everyone. And with that, HR is on speed dial. And you are on speed dial as well. Yeah, true. Um, I wish. Marsha will stoke the fire and ask the twins what their entrance line was. And Spice says that they tried it in together. They did the bit and Sugar Ugh. shared that they were supposed to be like the doll you pull and the lines come out, which will prompt Selena to say she's been waiting for them to shut up, which is funny because it's true. It, it's really sad. It's re- like, oh, you could now, tell that there was Sugar- a producer under the table saying them to th- telling them to say that. Sugar will start to tell a story and Aura will shut them down and be like, okay, enough about them. Um, Sugar and Spice versus the world coming to Wow Presents Plus. Did you see the Aquaria versus the world? And it was like Sugar, yeah. Spice, um, uh, uh, Sagittaria. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Sagittaria and all the other ones. It's like Aquaria had the best track record and she didn't even win. Right. Um, it's time to go back to rehearsing. I can't wait to see how this turns out. The second group is not impressed and there's too many chefs in the kitchen as now it seems like Marsha is back to placing people. I was like, I didn't think she choreographed anything, but apparently she did. And now we have Malaysia saying that they should be in their groups and then come together. It's now become pure chaos. The queens are getting frustrated. Meanwhile, everyone behind the scenes is like, our plan is working. <laughs> Drama. See, this seemed all fake to me. Yes, it did. I fully and you know why, fake. And you know why it seemed fake to me? There was no marking of where the stage was in the right. floor. They, right. didn't, they, didn't, they didn't have a sense of spacing. So it's just like, you know that they just did this for 10 minutes and then they went to a rehearsal studio and were told what oh, the fully. choreography was. Oh, fully. Yeah. yeah. Now, must, Mistress is frustrated. She's not the best of choreography. Reminds the girls that for one person, it will be the only one night that needs to be the best that it can be. She will try one to night say only? that she doesn't want to be the bitch who dominates. And out of nowhere, Irene is like, well, you don't have to try. What's going on between <laughs> these two? 
Sugar and Spice are using their twin telepathy to discuss the drama between Irene and Mistress with their inside joke faces. Um, do you and your lovely partner in crime podcast co-host Isaac have inside joke faces? There's a reason why we only record. We don't we don't film. We oh the amount the amount of well, you know me, you know my faces, my facial mm-hmm. expressions. Oh, you yeah. know that I can't hide anything. Oh, I yeah. You're not supposed to agree with that, but, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I like, I, I would say that if I were to get on drag race with my sibling, I would have that like unspoken, like communication. Do you think they share a hotel room? I thought about that. I don't think they do. I think they you think probably, they're sequestered. I think they are. That seems so weird. It is weird, but I think they have to be just to, for the prosperity Fairness? of the show. And yeah. 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 Um, now we're gonna have Malaysia say they should scrap everything and start over. And Marsha's like, that will take too much time. Meanwhile, Mother Colby steps forward and says, All right, bottoms, let's take it from the top. And I was like, I knew you're fun. You're good. She's good. My conspiracy theory this was all pre choreographed, it was all for TV drama. You had mentioned it. I think it's, it's, it has to be. It has to be. There's like, like, no, no, no self respecting producer would ever leave anything up to chance such as a choreography for an opening number and on I episode say, one. I, oh, fully fully that's asking for trouble yeah yeah with 16 people honestly it felt a little overkill yeah would you have well, been okay with a split premiere where it wasn't all like where like not all 16 on stage yes. or did you like it yeah okay all right i'm fine well, n- Drag Race is actually now back to the normal pacing as it is Elimination Day. And we get to see everyone cha- get to claim their spots, which is new, a little different because, you know, episode one of this was a little strange. Um, but mm-hmm. it's a madhouse. But Sugar and Spice have a plan. Sugar gets the clothing while Spice gets the makeup station. And we learn in this moment that they share the same makeup. Are we surprised? Like, Not you know, at all. I get Not they do everything together. I bet they make love together, too. <laughs> You wish. I wish, and I know it has to be true. Listen. Ew. Um, ew. They get ready together, and I can't wait to see how one survives without the other if one of them gets eliminated. Uh, maybe they'll have a twin breakup because of the show, and they'll not be a duo anymore. Well, they now have they have, they have their own uh, Twitters and Instagrams, but they there have... Uh, yep. Now, as the queens get to unpacking, we will have Irene call out Mistress for her chicken biscuit heel, but at least it sparkles. I mean, hey, my shoes don't sparkle. Um, do these two hate each other? As there's a lot of conflicting energies, but we'll find out soon. Next, it's time to compare pads as Robin and Amethyst have, well, two very different ideas of what pads are. Amethyst is, might as well just wear nothing. Amethyst has a bra cup in her pants. Literally. Um, now Spice is the older twin and talks about how it feels like sugar is older sometimes. Girl, it's minutes, not years. Stop forcing this. That was that was literally the producers being like, and you're not the one that's sticking around because you're gonna be the storyline for Spice. Like, can she survive without her twin? Now Irene will clock the twins who are notorious for taking a long time to paint. Now I ask, who takes the longest? The twins, Veronica Green or Kamora Hall? Valentina. Valentina, did you know what she did at DragCon? What'd you do? She said, at 9 a.m. you may come to my booth to purchase a meet and greet. 
I will not arrive until 2 p.m. Honestly, last pass like, of it all. Diva move. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, because that's the other um, thing. It's like you can just wait in line to get, you can just you can just buy your stuff and then you can go get in line to the other girls. Yeah. That's actually very which cool. Some of them did, which was kind of smart. But we learned that the twins normally take all day to get ready because they live in their own la la land. Um, but it's time to get back to the discussion of the 40 inch unit. Irene <clears throat> will scream from across the room to Lux and be like, do you know what this is? They are really going to do this as Lux will admit that Irene's is longer than hers and claims they are close though. But Lux no, not. will be like, maybe Irene's is longer than 40 inches, which continues the delusion plot line of Lux here. And then says that at least her hair is thick at the bottom while Irene's withers at the end. Speaking of withering at the end, this is our four of recording this damn podcast. Right. Now, Lux got her start on Instagram because she couldn't go out as she wasn't of age. She turned 21 during the pandemic. And Sugar will say that younger queens um, on social media get shaded, but it's all they have. And that is a completely fair and valid point. Holy. Lux... Lux says that social media is a big part of drag and drag at large as it is a digital portfolio for people to look at and see what you can do. This is how she got her following. She couldn't gag at the club, so she gagged them from the couches. And that makes no. sense. That, that's, a, that's a very valid way to do your business. Drag, no. I, I, yeah, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, drag, I've had a very recent sort of like breakthrough with the mentality on. It's not about being bookable. It's about being profitable you have to be able to uh like be like if you're if your entire thing is that you're like bookable like that means that other people are handing you work do you right. want to have your entire career be reliant on other people handing you work and so like it's yeah and having that portfolio is important and we're gonna have all this progress in that this conversation until literally right now we'll get ruined as sugar We'll say it's 2022. If you're a drag queen, not on social media, how do you make your business? Darling, you perform live and, and, and not get paid by social media companies. Well, I don't think they, I don't think a lot of drag queens get paid by social media. No, those companies. two get paid by TikTok. They get they got a nice push back from TikTok. But I'm Lux sure will then do. call out that girls who don't do well on social media for saying that social media girls aren't talented in person. Um it's not that they don't do well on social media. It's just they're old. They don't know how social media works. Or but, it's just a different set of priorities. And this is going to call Malay- cause Malaysia to be offended and speak out at, to us and say that it takes a lot of growth to get where you get. And a lot of girls, it may happen overnight for them, but you have to walk the walk and talk to talk first. Um, I, I really don't know how I feel that this is going to be the topic of conversation every single week this season that being said it's the evolution of drag race things have changed i think yeah i think that at the end of the day you do have to be a little agile with your um with your uh like perception of drag um because yeah like yes there's a place for queens that have a little bit more experience that got it in person versus uh queens that got it through technology right um but i think there's a place for both of them i think that at the end of the day, there's something to learn from both sides. And I think that it's, it's a, it's funny because normally like, you know how there's like this whole, like Queens are cast to like fill like sort of like a role or to like have like sort of like, there's like a nexus of the Queens and like how they connect to each other. I really feel like that was 
valid when I saw this discussion because it's very evenly split this sort of uh, this dichotomy of who's of the older mindset, quote unquote, and who's of the newer age mindset. Right. Quote Absolutely. Now over with Mistress and Irene. Mistress will ask if they were gagged to see them, to which Irene is like, who would be gagged to see you? Not the two enemies sitting next to each other. So now we have to have Irene and Mistress explain, no, we are not bickering. This is how you do talk to each other of throwing shade. This is how you talk to girls backstage at a physical drag show. Mistress says she's glad to have the twins see her as this is what real drag is. And if you like a sister, you read them back and forth. Oh, fully. Mistress will now explain about how she won't talk shit, but she will call the twins out for the lace that was waving at her. She will help them. She's a secretive sweetheart. She's the mayor of Dragville. And if Mistress does not have that mark yet, she's failing at marketing. That was brilliant. And do not credit the twins for that it even came out of their mouth. You take it. You are the mistress. Come on. You have to be the mayor of Dragville. I thought it was so funny. I, I, thought that- I would take the t-shirt. And what's funny is that there's, uh, there's sugar spice and then everything nice. And then they called the mayor of Dragsville. It's like, it's, it's, uh, we need uh, the power of girl. Like we need, it is. <laughs> need to see that voice. Now let's start to find out what talents are in store. Aura is a hip-hop dancer and incorporates that into her drag sometimes. Amethyst is technically doing a lip sync, but it will be her kind of thing. Lucy will sing an original song. She's excited. She sings in 95% of her shows. Um, she is ready to step it up and show the risk to the judges. Now Anitra will not reveal yet what she is doing, but we know what will happen. She's going to play poker and not show her cards. Now. Anitra, Amethyst, and Lucy will chat about what the others are doing. And Anitra's like, I heard something about ice water. Ice water? Yes, Lucy, you heard that correctly. Lucy will call out to Irene about the ice water rumor, which Irene confirms she will, in fact, be making a glass of ice water. Her mom used to make it for her all the time. It's funny. Her delivery is dry, but no one in the room gets it. I don't, I, here's the thing. If I were to ever get on Drag Race, I would never do comedy for the first challenge because it's the one thing that doesn't involve music. So it's the one thing that the producers can really easily be like, this isn't funny. Well, Lux will know that it may sound ridiculous, but with Willow doing an obscure talent number last season, it's now a contest of who can out obscure the other. But here's the other thing. She did it with music. I think if, um, Irene had some sort of music background that wasn't just like little chintzy like elevator music. It could have worked if she had. Yeah. Yeah. Now, everyone is essentially in full drag and the twins are still working on their face. They are struggling. Spice is missing a wig. They pack together, yet they can't find anything. The dolls are malfunctioning. The double mint twins have lost their mind. Um, And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Everyone brings suitcases to this show. And those two had packing boxes. Is it because they're in LA now? Yeah, LA Queens, uh, if you're local, you're able to bring bins. Not fair, not fair. Will one of them go home? Girl, this isn't Survivor. 20 is not leaving, so 20 can win. The bitches are getting their airtime as long as they're useful to the plot. Oh, yeah. Not 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> that brought me back. Yeah, I made that reference just for you, Adriano. Uh, who, which, who's um, Natalie and who's um, Nadia? Oh, uh, Spice is Natalie. <laughs> yeah. It's time. Let's journey to our new main stage with the new montage package. I think it's really cool. I love the upgrades and the ability to play with color a lot more on that back wall. 
That being mm-hmm. said, the backdrop behind the judge is very loud and distracting, um, but we get no more barriers, no more COVID barriers. Oh my God, we didn't get any COVID barriers. You're right, I didn't even notice that. I know, but it's they're still, Michelle, still very far away. Michelle had it at DragCon though. That was very funny. She did, because yeah. she, she, she had to film the next day, so she didn't want to get oh. caught. Mm. Um, this week, Rue looks like classic Rue. I didn't really like the outfit. I didn't either, but it was classic Rue. Yeah, I thought it was fine. This week we have Michelle Visage, the newly married Ross Matthews, and Ariana Grande, who didn't bring seven rings for Ross. The orange Ross Matthews. Very orange. Very, very orange. Um, we're going to start with the talent show and then move into the runway. Sound good? Yeah, sure. We're going to try a little new bit here for the talent show. We're going to play a game called Tens Across the Board. We are going to give each performance a rating from 1 to 10, 10 being the best. And we're going to see who would have won the talent portion given our scores. Okay, cool. All right, let's start off with the opening number. Um, why did it feel like a pageant? I don't get it. Because it, it's like uh, like the opening number of a pageant when they all walk out. I did like the sashes. I did one. Then why call I, it a talent show? Because it's it's a it's 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 it's, it's I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, I did like the, how everyone was in a different color, though. I did like that. You know what I hated though that they forced them to wear a completely different look for this. Like, why can they just have production design matching looks in different colors for them? Like, they have a budget. They're on MTV now. I mean, yeah, they they could have had them all in matching outfits. That would have been better. Um, let's start off. Malaysia, Baby Doll Fox. Her talent is lip syncing an original song. She's giving us drag because lip syncing is in fact drag. Uh, the reveal was fine. The look she revealed to was fine. I think the song was R&B and fits that who she wants to be. Um, but I was a bit bored. She's a queen. She's a queen. She's a queen. Will Rue crown her? Likely not. I give it a five. I'll give it a 6.5. I think that the, that the Bryce coming down to slam the crown on her head was the funniest part. Yeah. I thought the song was boring. I think that the audio quality of her of her vocals, like the recording of it, was bad. A lot of bad auto-tuned, like weird, like filters. But yep. yeah, nope, I didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. All right. Spice, talent, lip syncing, and original song. Where the hell did she get that coffin? I mean, I get I know that they have requests and everything, but who where do they find an actual working coffin? Um, the coffin really brings it together. Although that co- coffins cost ten thousand dollars, so I, don't I know, know that's what I'm asking. Where the fuck they get it? Now, I love the look as it is true to Spice. Is the is the this the missing wig, or did we go with something else? I guess we'll never know. Mm-hmm. I think it was a very smart to, way to show something campy and show that she is in on the joke. The problem mm-hmm. is that when it comes to the lip sync with something with the variety of levels and vocal variations, we need to see that in the performance. There has to be a change in the face and the mouth. Where her dingling go? Where did her dingling go? I mean, listen, the meme ability helps increase the score. I'll give it a 7.5. I gave it a uh, 7. I thought that it was it was a perfect first dance. You know how like Dancing with the Stars, they give them like a 7 out of 10? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Luxnor, London Talent, Flip Syncing Original Song. That is auto-tune, mama. Um, the look was drag. I mean, a look queen serving a bedazzled bodysuit say it ain't so maybe she stole it from crystal versace um mm-hmm. the performance was a bit erratic the split saved it for sure i was just missing a little pizzazz but again i know she can do better because seen her do better in, in videos so i 
I I would say that um the she had the best uh build in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I, I what I remember is the slow split and the build and the music and the chord. Um I I think that she had a stronger back half of the number. Yes. Um I will say I do not need to see her undergarments anymore. I agree. Anymore. Um, <laughs> um, where's that coming from, Paul? The you got reading the wheel. But I think that uh, I think that Lux really had like a. I'd give it like an eight. Um, right. I think that I think that her her look was cool. Her her song had a good build. Um, really probably benefited from being only a minute long, but I mean, hi. Yeah, I give it a seven. All right. Mistress Isabel Brooks, talent, lip syncing, original song. Day one, and she was reminding us that on the US franchise, a chubby girl has yet to take the win. I think this will be a huge plot line moving forward, but we'll get to it later this season. Texas girls know how to serve. I like the boxing motif, but I wish she had actual like boxing gloves. Um, I could have used a bit more dynamic with the whole sugar low into the chocolate bar. Brilliant. 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 That gave it an, an 8.5 for me. If I'm, I'm going eight with it. Yeah, no, that was so I, funny. That that was that was the coolest part of it. I will say it was a little just walking around. Yes. But also, eagle ear viewers. That was the same voice as India Farah's uh, talent. Oh, wow. Interesting. Did you not notice that? That was the same voice. Like, the the do the get her off of me do the get her off of me drag is not a contact sport yeah girl i watched 11 seasons in 2022 i can't remember what happened in those seasons i think it was the same voice i it probably I need, was I, need to, I'll, I, yeah. I check it here yeah. all right lucy yeah. laduca talent live singing an original song um i think the con- concept of singing live on drag race is smart unfortunately the mechanics of it are so difficult um the backing track with the vocals really did not play well together She's a great performer. I've been a fan of her for a long time. This came down to execution for me. She was nervous. She was rigid. Um, I also think she represents an era of a brand, and I hate that the kids are going to question the validity of it because of this performance. I gave it a six because, and like this was like the like this would be an eighteen out of thirty on drag on uh, mm. Dancing with the Stars because someone made a mistake doing something. Like yeah. I feel bad. She's going to look back on this and like try and redeem it. I, the outfit was a little tacky, McTack-tack. Even though I love the patterning of it all, I feel like it, it, like, it aged her in a weird way. Yeah. It, it read very general programs. <gasps> I went down. I mean, it was bad. It was not good. I, well, I, I wonder how much of it was also the producers playing the, the audio, playing the audio game and like mm-hmm. doing what they did to, to Blair St. Clair. Like, I wonder how much of that was yeah. the case. Marsha, 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 talent, interpretive dance. Come on, storytelling. I love that MTV has the rights for big songs now. Uh, come on. She's got Boys to Men's I'll Make Love to You as her song, where she tells the story of her first crush, Ross Matthews. I think the concept was a knockout. Performance was brilliant. She gave you trans dancing. She gave you comedy. She gave you high camp. She gave Did you not what expect dancing? her. Huh? You said, what, what kind of dancing did you say? Trained. You said Tron dancing. I was like, Tron dance. Yes, you did Tron dancing. Tron dancing. Um, no, I, I did not expect her to go this hard. I'm very proud. Um, quick question, though. Do you think she knew Ross was this week's judge? 
That would have been a gag. Well, okay, so I, again, clever idea. Great execution, actually, this time, because she was able to really, like, put her, like, her best foot forward into it. Mm -hmm. I, I want to see how many times she's going to rely on a bit. Yes. Because then I feel like it's, like, a little canned. Um, I, I gave it an eight. I think that Mm -hmm. it was a, it was a good talent. Um, it showed that she's funny. It was a memorable talent. Um, mm-hmm. And it was something that was easy to put together, and in and like it felt it felt um, effortless, yeah, but not in uh, a bad way. I'm going ten for her. Bias, Robin Fierce, yeah, probably. Robin Fierce, talent, lip sync. I think she looks great. The performance is great. The set with her name was very smart um, option. It's a very safe performance, as this is what you would typically see from her. I wish she gave us something more unique, but um, I will say, keep an eye on her. I like the potential. Yeah, I agree. Um, I gave her a seven. I think that, um, ironically enough, I think she said that she chose to do this song because she knew that she would have jitters the first week. Mm -hmm. So she wanted to do something that she knows she knows how to do and like something that like is like a very comforting sort of song. So I kind of, I like that. It it showed more of her like softer side as like a a person in that aspect, but obviously it doesn't be on television. Um, So it gave me very safe. Yeah, safe. I'll yeah. give it 6.5. Um, Irene Dubois, talent comedy. I think this could have been brilliant. The potential in this comedy bit could have been a knockout. I don't know if the nails were hindering her, if it was part of the bit, but damn, timing is everything. It is part of the bit. And it, and it, but comedy comes in threes. Three fails and it works. Um, this felt like it would be great for YouTube with a bit of production. I like the look. I like the concept. The execution hurt her so much. Well, when she does this live, she does it for like six minutes and it's six minutes of the ice of her trying to get the ice that's and then she slowly builds and she freaks out and throws everything like that's when that happens um i'm gonna give this a six because i think that it was a it it came from a place that was supposed to show how funny she was but it failed to launch yeah i give it a 5.5 so i think we're on the same page on it yeah. Um, Anitra, lip syncing original song in Taekwondo. Are you ready to walk the fucking duck? Whoever wrote that deserves a bonus. Um, she is such a dominating performer. I want to go see her perform. Listen, when Rue sees a meme, she gets excited because she can use it on all her social medias. And that is what Anitra served her. The board breaking was fabulous, simple, smart, and unique for this kind of performance. Um, I thought it was great. It's a 9.5 for me. See, okay, so I'm going between a 9.5 and a 10 because I feel like the for me, the only thing that held it back, it was a little wackadoodle bodysuit that um some of the some of the deconstructedness of it all. Well, I love the color scheme, I love the fabrics, I loved the I love the golden paper cranes that nobody is talking about that were just glued that's on the arm. I loved it. Um I wasn't a fan of the the one layer of nude mesh that had the bra cup that was just visible. I'm not the biggest fan of that, but at the end of the day, I see why she did it. Yeah. Um, I, but what brings it to a 10 for me is the fact that she had the balls to look RuPaul or Andre Charles in the face, stare down her soul and say, is that my pussy burning? Yes. And then just without even looking, swings and gets the board and cracks it. Like, oh. So you're going 10 that is it? a moment. That's a time. That's a time. That's a moment. All right, that's I'm moment. going 9.5. So it's up there. It's up there. Um, Sugar, 
talent lip sync the original song. Remember what I said about Spice? Let's copy and paste. I think it was very smart to show something can't be in show that I was on. She's in on the joke. The problem is when it comes to lip sync, when the variety of the levels and vocal variation, we need to see it in performance. There has to be a change in the face and the mouth. I think this was a cute set. It was not as unique as her sister. Um, where are my sugar babies at? I don't know. Sadly, I got no sugar from them. I gave it a six and a half because, because I feel like the set didn't match the song. Ironically enough, the set didn't match the song because like she, it, it almost felt like she was in like Nightmare on Elm Street in the bed being like, what, mm-hmm. what, what, what? But like, um, I, I, it was, it was whatever. It was whatever. I think that like it was, it, it was perfectly passable. All right, Princess Poppy, talent, comedy, and puppetry. This is exactly who Poppy is, um, and she deserves a higher praise. Petunia is a meme now. We love a parasite. This was so stupid. It was so camp. Fart jokes are back. Justice for Rock'em Sakura. Um, I don't know why this didn't land as hard as it should have. Honestly, I gave it a nine and a half. I thought this is a wonderful talent. I thought this is a wonderful idea. I wish that the tumor got a little uglier. Or like she had it like as like a um or there's just a little bit more articulation in the mouth yeah but like it was it, it did exactly what like it, it showed how offbeat she is um and I loved it I loved yep. it I gave it an eight point five very very good uh, mm-hmm. Selena City's talent lip sync original song this is not what I expected from her we've seen her give you ghetto but now it's ghetto on the red carpet it was fine it was nothing special I think it's on the safer side I'm not gonna remember it. I gave it a six. Same, same exact thing as Malaysia Baby Doll, Baby Doll, Baby Doll. Um, I feel like she is, like, she had, and she actually, I think she posted on Twitter that there was like this artistic vision behind what she was uh, going for, and like, if she had more time, this is what she would do, and all these other mm-hmm. things. I just, I feel like it's, it's a circumstance of like, Drag Race doesn't really have like the most wide, wide like, it's not the deepest sandbox to play in for the talent sure. show. So I think that it was like, eh, at the end of the day, I just didn't like the song that much. Yep. I give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Amethyst, talent, comedy, lip sync, um, timing is everything. And I think the beats were just not in the right spots. This is a bar number that needed a workshop or two. And if this is how it's performed at the clubs, girl, you need new friends. We're going to give you good advice. Um, the song is all around the world by Lisa Stansfield. Also the shoes, no sneakers in drag race, at least drag them up or something. I'll give it a six. It's funny that you say that. We're going to go back to that. Um, I would give it a, I would give it a five and a half. All right. Okay. Okay. Same reasons. Same reasons. Or Mayuri, uh, talent lip sync. We got black pink in your area. We got the money for that one. Um, I think she's quite dynamic. She's serving. She looks so good. It's drag, but it's a step up from some of the others simply by the full package that she gave. Oh God. Look at that face. Listeners. I got to turn this into a video podcast. Girl. Girl. girl, girl, I need, girl. I need you to, I need you to slap the the dick out of your hand right now for a second because. I date. Oh no. Okay, let's break this down for a second. First of all, she's wearing combat boots. When we just commented on, uh, on this amethyst wearing sneakers, uh, mm, we're going to talk about that. Uh, point off for that. Second of all, um, her choreography was very, very, very boring. It was very much, I copied a combo off of YouTube and didn't even do it that well. And then she didn't move around uh, in any formation change or anything like that. 
And honestly, it, I it was cringy to watch. All right, what's your score? What's your score? Give it a number. Full six. Full six. Full okay, six. Okay. Not, um, I thought I was going to be lower, but I'm here for it. Sasha Colby, talent, lip sync. Give me storytelling, and I am here for it. We have got the song Zombie by the Cranberries set to um, A Bitch in a Straight Jacket. It checks out. I liked it more on the second watch. I think I would have liked a wig reveal instead of the pulling of the hair, but I get the intention of it. I will give it an eight. I'll give it an eight and a half because I think what happened was that they couldn't get the rights to Bohemian Rhapsody because when she reforms it, she does it in the straight jacket. <laughs> Why couldn't you get the rights to the Bohemian Rhapsody? I mean, it is a, the best song ever written. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, um, I'm just being, I'm just being facetious. No, I really liked it. I thought that, um, again, she's, she is the exact opposite of Aura. Sasha mm-hmm. has total control over what her body does and what she says and what she, and like she's not afraid of the stillness. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, Jax, talent jump rope. I would like to report a robbery. I know it's not a meme, but damn, was this unique and good. This is what we call talent in the business. I know this this look, it is an OG Jax look. She's performing the song Attitude. It's in her wheelhouse, but the performance was a knockout with the hair being a jump rope. She's showing athleticism and her prowess to stunt and trick. I worry that she shot her load a little too early in the season, but again, robbed. 10. 10, 10, 10. I wish that this was a split mirror so that way she could win the first challenge. Like, I just don't get it. You put her last for a reason. Fully. And you know what my favorite thing to do was to go back and watch everyone's reaction to they every lived. trick that she the, my favorite was Sasha just being like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, like yeah. it, like it's a, it's a very fun uh, game to play. Um, I gave her a 10 fully. So and good. yeah. So Jackson won off the record. Won, off the record. Were the, uh, off. Judges. We're going to move on to the runway. Category is who is she? In honor of the runway, we are going to play woohoo or who you. Oh, okay. 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 All right, Irene Dubois, look by Lara Fick, hair by Kalina Marcos. I know who she is and it's smart on her. There's a lot of body and skin showing and by that I mean tights and padding. Could she have come from a Chromatica concert? Possibly. I love the hair. Um, It's good. It's fine. I love the irony of her being eliminated and she's Bosco's sister in a bra and panty. Correct. I give it a who you because I think that if she wanted to be xenomorph, it needed to be a full body katsu. It needed to be, it needed That's to be fair. something that That's was, fair. yeah, I wasn't and a fan Mich- of it. Michelle says she was excited by her talent show simply by the way she looked as she paints beautifully. She says where it fell short, it wasn't funny. Ross says he liked it. It was going, went, but went from H2O to H2O. He says he loves the runway as it was intricate. Ariana Grande says she wished it had more of a punchline at the end. And Rue asks if she performed a bit before. Irene says she has, and it is normally a much longer bit. She says it is compromised, compressing it. She picked the wrong beats next. She says it was unwritten. I'll give the look a woohoo. Who are you? Audience it looks like 70... it was Bosco. Yeah, that's fair. Audience 73% who woohoo, 27% who are you. All right, Lux Noir London look by Q. It's an incredible. The colors are exceptional. Have we seen this before an iteration of it? Of course. Is this new and refreshing? No. Is she serving it? Hell yes. As far as defining who she is, I think it's a bit grand, but if she's got the look, you might as well wear it, I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, there is a finite number of colors. Yes. I think that she did, 
I mean, like it's a it's a hat, it's a corset, and it is a extravagant cape. I thought that it it I I love appreciated how she thought of the movement of this when she was getting this made. And I think that it was a wonderful statement piece. I think it's unfortunate that it seems like this category was like quote unquote, like signature or best drag and not who is she because yeah, this I like I don't think this like I feel like her first look and her uh, like her entrance look and her talent show look are a lot more indicative of who she is. I agree. But I mean, hey, she has a nice outfit. I think it mm-hmm. looks good. Oh, I'll woo-hoo. give it a woohoo. Mm-hmm. Audience, 81% woohoo, 19% who you. Laura Mayari, no designers listed. I'm guessing she really likes the color black. Uh, between this and the entrance look, I'm needing a bit of diversity from this portfolio. She looks super hot. The pony is laid right. The shoulder pieces are smart, um, but it's black once again. This is the most successful of her of her looks this oh, week for me. by far. So, yeah, and I think that, like, if if she's wearing black and silver as, like, a moon thing, because she is, like, the moon goddess, quote-unquote, I think great. Um, based off of her promo photos and based off her reveal photos, I don't know how she'll be in runways because yeah, I don't know either. Because she seems to like sometimes like over, I guess maybe over pattern or over whatever. I don't know. I didn't. I mean, like I wasn't. It was. I would wear this dress. I loved mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm worried that that might have been one of the better things that she brought. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give it a very soft woohoo. I'm gonna give it a a, a woo. Uh, audience, 59% woohoo, 41% who you. Marsha, 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 look by Marsha. I see her. It's simple. It's designer runway. The colors play well together. I think the pom-pom earrings are cute. The bow is cute. It's cute. I just can't wait to see her elevate her package in the weeks to come, hopefully. Next. No, I'm kidding. No. Um, I, I liked the gloves. I liked the, the bolero being worn as a little capelet. That's about it. Ross says, stalker much. He says he wants to fuck him too. He says it was very sweet that he's that she speaks for tens of people out there. Michelle says she was able to remain in this goofy character and still deliver a technically beautiful ballet. She says that's what a performer does. With the runway, she was. It, she says it was really fun, but she's wearing maybe some chapstick and mascara. Ariana says she is a very thoughtful artist. She says it was super moving and incredible in every capacity. And Rue says, as far as makeup, she got away with it tonight, but she's going to have to do more. Um, I'll give it a woohoo. Michael. Say Michael. It. Say it. Michael. Okay, I'm, 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 well, it's unfair to say who who you, because like she, it's very clear who she is. Yeah. But I don't like it. So who you? Um, the audience, 60% woohoo, 40% who you? These Listen, people are crazy. Maybe. Next up, Anitra. Uh, look by Anitra. I think this is very subtle and a bit on the, yeah, probably saw the gig already. Hate the booties. I want a thigh high. That being said, she's painted. Like, I, I love her mug. Wait, you didn't like that it was a, you, you wanted a thigh high on there? I did. Why? It would cut off all the fun pattern. I don't know. I just want to, I didn't like the little, little, little look. I wanted more. See, I really liked that. I think the thing that I actually disliked was the, the matte black corset pop singlet yeah. thingy majiggy. Also, 
not the biggest fan of the train because it looked like it was a piece of uh, like a like two square pieces of fabric that she forgot to not taper to like a triangle so that way when it hang, hung loose there was like a flappy end on each side of them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i i loved it i loved the pattern i loved the hair i loved the helmet i think that this could have i i wish that the um i wish that she took some of the appliques off that fabric and put it on the yeah. train I would go for that. Yeah. Michelle says her sense of drag is Street Fighter meets Ballroom. Ariana says the specificity with her looks is so incredibly important and feels like she knows her right away. She says she's damn talented. Ross says she counted the letters in her name and told them how many vowels were in it like she's Vanna White. And Ruth says that she wants to watch that number on Rewind over and over and over again. She says so do she's six million people. <laughs> right. And then gave them something they didn't expect with the kicks. Rue asks if she told Bryce that she was that there she she was not going to kick him in the face. And Anisha says they ran it a couple of times to make sure he was comfortable, but she was a Taekwondo athlete for 14 years. And Rue asks when she knew she could duck walk, she says just now. I it's a woohoo. Oh, full woohoo, full woohoo. Excited Audience, to see this. 83% woohoo, 17% who you. Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Look by Van Atkins. Hair by Terry Savoy. She literally just pulled this out of her closet and said, I'm wearing this. It looks great. It's very safe. It's pageant drag. I don't think this is safe at all. I think this is what Heidi thought that she was wearing the first episode of season 12. This is stunning. It is stunning. If she makes foxtails her thing, I am excited to see that. Um, I just want to see her perform what does a fox say then. It's my favorite song. I love it. Um, it's a woohoo. Oh, full woohoo, full woohoo. Uh, audience, eighty-eight percent woohoo, twelve percent who you. Princess Poppy, no designers listed. Um, I have to remember this is Princess Poppy and not the artist formerly known as Poppy. Uh, two different people. It's pretty. It's fluffy. Um, there's the a artist formerly known as Poppy is Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> it's the brows, like literally. Um, yeah. There's a lot going on in the small radius, especially in the skirt. She's done better. I like the skirt. I like the skirt. Um, I wasn't a fan of the boost, the the bodice. Um, the hair with the presence of the bow, it took it in a weird direction for me because, like, it almost felt like it. W- I couldn't see the ponytail. It almost looked like she was wearing like a like a bowling pin mm-hmm. on her head. Yeah. Um, Ironically enough, I think it would have been a little bit more successful if she came out as the JoJo Siwa ponytail that she had. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm giving this a very soft woohoo. I give it a woo. Uh, audience, 64% woohoo, 36% who you. Sasha Colby, look by Gustavo Busto, headpiece by Vander Von Odd. Tales of Gloves by Baratia Daniels. I love that I just said Vander Von Odd on this podcast. What, who would have happened? Um, this is a unique runway as really you can wear whatever. And she did that. I would have expected a pageant package here. Oh, wait, that's literally what she did. She has Miss Continental. The headpiece mm-hmm. is giving Vegas. It's not my favorite, but this is what you say when I am that bitch, let's fight. Are you Okay, so here's the thing. In On camera, it read as a, black, a red dress with a black corset, Correct. and I wasn't a fan of it. But when it photographed, the colors blended a lot more together. I will say... I will automatically uh, woohoo this because the fabric alone on that skirt, it's $155 a yard. That is, that, that is, I have it, money. no, I have the, I have it in black literally right here. Oh my God. That was my glamour. Adrian that was my glamour. has money? No, I don't. I, pay, I have debt. Um, and um, I'm always a fan of that. 
of like of like investing in your craft. And I think that that was a very, very cool thing that she did where she said, okay, here's where I'm starting. I was Miss Continental and this is the dress that I wore. I'm, yeah. I mean, like, I think it was wonderful. It's a woohoo. Oh, woohoo. Audience, 93% woohoo, 7% who you. Selena Theories, look by Selena, hair by Selena, Chulo Realness. She is playing a very specific character. So, what may not seem visually appealing is accurate to the persona. I like the subtlety um, play of the Paisley. It's safe. I'm going to need her to step it up because she's got a lot of com- competition this, in this season. Um, that she, She's got to pull out a good runway soon. That's the thing that's, that kind of made me go, huh? Like, I. She faded into the background and I think it's like a, I don't know if it's like a nerves thing or what have you, or maybe just like the luck of the drop. Here's the other thing. Um, did that look familiar to you, that outfit? I'm not sure. Did, was that her, it wasn't her, her reveal look, but like, I feel like I've seen that outfit before. Yeah. It, again, cause it's, it, it's playing off of very common um, tropes of the character she's playing. So I think maybe we've seen it in iterations before. No, I feel like, um, I feel like I've seen it on like, her. you know, in, on, in like a press. Maybe. Um, I, know, no, like, I think she did wear it this week with the, um, the designer thing that they did. She might've worn it this week is why you would have seen it. Maybe, but like, um, if that's the case, then I, it's, I, Yes, she's in her character, and yes, she's like it's the category is who is she. I almost wish that like there's a little bit of variety in the mm-hmm. maybe it, maybe even just in the hair, yeah, maybe in the maybe yeah, like it, it it felt like like I was confusing her two outfits. I'll give it a who you. I I think we've seen better. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a who you. Audience, forty seven percent woo who, fifty three percent who you. Next up, Amethyst, look by Mia, easy lay, hair by wigs by Boba. Controversially, I really like this concept and theory. I like the elements as present and the colors are perfect. The hair is fantastic. I just don't like the asymmetry on the leg and the bows in the chest. Um, I just needed it to be a little better realized, but um, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. This is a good, this is a good performance outfit. Um, still doesn't show me a uh, uh, realized drag character like i don't right. i don't know if if she was going with that whole pop star aesthetic then sure i i almost wish that some of the proportions were a little different like the hair i do wish it was a little bit more uh like voluminous at the ponytails um it's unfortunate it, it's unfortunate like, because like if if she wore this out of bed like oh you look nice that's a great yeah, outfit i like, agree but like if she's on drag race i hate doing this but like uh... it's a step up from a walk around look no it's not a walk around look this isn't this is a number that you make money in um okay. and it's a money that you pay a designer to make and it's great um but in comparison to the other girls it kind of sort of doesn't stack up and i don't know no, if that's absolutely. her thing or the outfit thing Michelle says the idea of her number was actually funny. She says she could have padded to give them more drag. She says the main thing that went wrong was they saw the baby way too fast. She says the misconception of some baby queens is that padding takes away, but adding some hip and thigh will just be a va-va-va-voom. Ariana says she laughed when she saw the wine glass come out and when she saw the baby, but unfortunately there was nowhere to go from there. Ross says she could have kept the bun in the oven until the end because once the audience gets ahead of you, you can't catch up. She says the runway is really cute and likes the extra bows and pigtails. 
Rue asks her what she has against no padding and styrofoam rubber. Amethyst says that she says nothing, but thinks she was blessed with a nice body and likes to show it off. Rue says she should have showed it off, but with a big fat ass, it would make her tiny waist even better. I hope someone helps her pad. I like, I'll give this a look a woohoo. I think it's good for her, but she didn't really have a high bar to go from. Yeah. I mean, like, if she was at DragCon wearing this, performing in it, great. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like there's more successful ways to give the pop star kind of drag. Um, yeah. I, ironically enough, like, this is going to sound hilarious, but, like, look at Derek Barry. How oh, Derek Barry did the first couple weeks of Drag Race. Like, that's how you do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give it a woohoo. A wo- I, what? Well, I think it's, I, I liked it. Oh, I'm sorry, Mia Easyway. You're a great friend of mine, but I'm gonna give it a who you. Audience, forty-seven percent woohoo, fifty-three percent who you. Next up is Jax. Shoes painted by Nikki O. Hair by wigs by Atlas. And I think this is why people thought Nikki O was on Drag Race because she was working on some projects. Um, she stoned a puffer jacket. Mad respect. This is Jax. Love the camera bit. Um, maybe a bigger belt to break up the print um but th- this is this is jacks this wig was wild mm-hmm. i've i something was very 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 jarring in the wig to the blue eyeshadow and i don't know what it was i love the outfit but something was wild with that wig and that makeup i don't know i'm sorry jacks i love you you're amazing i still think you're amazing and you're still one of my top three picks but um yeah, I didn't I didn't love the neck up, love the neck down though. Arena says the talent was a total game changer. She says when it became clear to them that their hair was the jump rope, something shifted in the universe as something major happened in the cosmos. Ross says one of his favorite moments was not the four backflips she did, but when she was jump roping with her hair and she was rolling her eyes like it was nothing. Ross says it was so smart to show them who they are at the beginning of the competition. Michelle says she likes her attitude and look. She calls her an all-around-the-way girl. She gives her 90s vibes, which she finds fantastic. Ruth says she's said it for years. Know who you are and deliver at all times. She says it was something they did not expect at all. She says it's one she could watch on loop all night long, and I agree. It's a woohoo. A full woohoo. I think that Jax really, almost more than anyone else, really said and and didn't overdo it said this is my lane i'm going to operate in this lane fire on all cylinders the entire episode and it was the most successful at it like yeah like i knew exactly who like if i didn't know who Jax was i would say this was the like this is like exactly who she is yeah you know uh, audience, 64% woohoo, 36% who you. Lucy LaDuca, look by Florence Delee, hair by Wigs X. Uh, I caught the Britney reference a mile away. The mermaid flair makes it unique. Lucy is a campy queen, and I think this has shades of that, but she's leaning on glamour more here, which I love. Love the stoning so much. I don't know why she wore Britney Spears' outfit. Because she sings. Who you? How you? Michelle says her body is so beautiful and knows exactly how it should look, calling it smart. She says singing live, on the other hand, wasn't the smart choice. She says she was doing this whole 80s moment and it almost needed her to lean into big movements, but giving live vocals, it took it down and she did a step touch. Ariana says, 
She loved, she has similar concerns and says if it was going to be the main thing on the performance, she would have loved for it to be slightly more perfect vocal. Lucy will say that she assumed that singing live would really show a talent that not everyone was going to show, and she took a risk. She starts to get emotional and she knows it didn't fully pay off, but she thinks and tells them that she knows she's been doing it a really long time and she has a lot to show. And she ends with a little joke that she knows that they like them padded, but she doesn't pad and she never will. And that is how you save yourself from the bottom. I'm going to give this a woohoo. I give this a who you just based off of principle. I think it's a great outfit, but I don't think it's it's the right. If I were her and I had that as, and the category was like a, who is she? I would have pulled out anything else. That's fair. Um, yeah. Audience, 86% who woohoo, 14% who you. Mistress Isabel Brooks, no designer listed, but everything is in fact bigger in Texas. She loves her body and knows how to bring sexy to a plus size figure. I love the peplum, but I could have used the flare a little bigger. That being said, there is so much white highlighter, just, just noting it. That's just Texas South drag. Mm-hmm. I, I really love this. I feel like this was also another outfit that really successfully showed who she was in a not overdone way. And it it, it said Lone, Rain, or, uh, Lone Star. It said uh, High Fashion. It said Hot. It said um, uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. It, mm-hmm. it, I, re- I really like this. It, it was one of my more successful runways. Also, I loved how when they were like, she's walking, like, this is a heavy outfit. You heard the yeah. From the from the beads hitting the floor. It's a woohoo. Full woohoo. Audience 91% woohoo. 9% who you. Robin Fierce. Look by Jeffrey Kelly. Hair by Wigs by Bobo. Jewels by Gems by Genesis. I really like her. Um, the plain silver and white are remarkable as the stoning really brings that pop. Um, and she's got Teletubby hair and that mug. Perfection. I am slowly getting sick of the Queen Amidala hair, as I Fair. call it. I, I I feel like I didn't learn who Robin was based off of this outfit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got a better idea from her based off of her uh, entrance look. Okay, that's fair. I, I would I would agree with that. I th- I think that it was a nice outfit. It was a great outfit, even dare I say, but I it was it was a very, very, very soft woo for me. I'll give it a woohoo. In the audience, they loved it. 91% woohoo, 9% who you. Yeah. Wow. Sugar. Look by Domino Couture, hair by Sugar. Of the twins, this was my favorite. I think the hair was breathtaking. The gown is oh. the bell with a modern twist. The shoes are cute. Am I allowing her to get away with it, uh, having an exposed corset? Yes, I am. This is like one person's free pass. Well, no, because here's the thing. The corset was designed to be shown. I thought this was yeah. beautiful. It was gorgeous. I, I, it was Resort Belle. She had a sarong that was her gown. Ga- oh, that was beautiful. It was so good. The hair. This is what I think I look like in drag. It is, Adriana. When- it is. Thank you. But, like, this is what, like, I think that I look like when I, like, have on my hair that's, like, my brown hair. I, I oh, keep, that w- keep that wig away from me. That is going, like, I'm going to steal that wig. It's a woohoo. I- a full woohoo, full woohoo. Audience, 91% woohoo, 9% who you. And finally, Spice, look by Domino Couture, hair by Sugar and Spice. Uh, this is Disney bounding on a very basic level, and it falls a bit more cosplay in my eyes. The wig could have been ha- could have had a little more life and vibrancy. I personally wish that she went with a villain instead. I wish that she went with a villain as well. I think that that would have been a little bit stronger of a branding. And also, I think that 
Ariel isn't known known for having a dress. She's known for nope. being like, yeah. No, this is wedding Ariel. This is like the later Ariel. What what sold it was the red hair, but like mm-hmm. if I were her, I would have done Sally from A Nightmare Before Christmas. That would have been cool. Yeah. If she really wanted to. Um, I I liked this. I didn't like it as much as her sister. I agree. It's a woohoo. Yeah. It's a woohoo, yeah. Audience, 88% woohoo, 12% who you. Rue has decided that Lux, Aura, Malaysia, Princess Poppy, Sasha, Selena, Mistress, Robin, Sugar, and Spice are safe, leaving Amethyst, Jax, Marsha, Irene, Lucy, and Nitra as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Of this lot, yes. I would take out uh, Marsha. And swap in... I mean, I would say Sasha or, or Mistress. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Rue has decided that Anitra will win the week. She will win $5,000. Marsha, Jax, and Lucy are safe, leaving Amethyst and Irene as the bottom two. Do you agree? Oh, you don't agree? No, Jax should have won. Jax should have won the week. Oh, oh, I thought I meant with the bottom two. I agree. I think that, honestly, it should have been both of them that won the premiere episode. I'm here for it. Split it. Yeah, I think that, and I can split, like, I mean, because they all did it together. I think that this is the like if it was any other season, Jax would have won. Absolutely. Yeah. The lip sync song is Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. And I, I gotta just say it, it's not a lip sync song. It doesn't go quite anywhere. There's not much to do with it. And these two are not the two who should be performing it. Um, I think that these are the two that should be in the bottom, but I don't think this is the song they should perform. Okay. I'm curious, what would be the song that if it was Ariana Grande that you would have them perform? Not a song that's been performed before. And that's part of the problem um, is what it, what's left from her um, yeah. songbook that you can break up with your boyfriend, maybe? I don't know. See, here's what I would have done. Dangerous Woman. Okay, I'm, I'll, sold me. I'll take it. Yeah, that would have been fun. Or maybe yeah. God is a Woman. Maybe, maybe. That's, I need more life. This, this, the, unfortunately, this song is very stagnant and it doesn't, it doesn't move. It, this is a prop song. Well, he, yeah, here's the other thing to think about. Oftentimes, the first episode of Drag Race to Lip Sync isn't great. It's more so, oh my God, they're doing this song. And right. I think the, the, the one like exception to that is Denali, but like that's mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. I, I would um, say, yeah. I think Amethyst had a little more passion for the song, and you can tell it's in her wheelhouse a little more. Um, I couldn't. Well, when Malaysia's like, this is a close one, she's not wrong. It was just subpar being that yeah, close. They were both subpar. Some of them both. And are. Irene also did seem a little clocked out. I think she she was out of it. Honestly, two people should have won. Two people, sh- two people should have gone home. I'm here for it. Um, in the end, Amethyst is safe, and Irene is, in fact, the first to go home on season 15. We're not going to talk about Untucked because um, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Literally nothing happened literally all we learn about amethyst and robin is they dated and that's it yeah did you see the twitter no uh something is brewing between robin and, and amethyst and um i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing i just that interaction on twitter this uh this afternoon was very fun to watch i don't know um to find it yeah it's it's a uh, very um i'm ex- i'm excited for the season um i see a little bit more of a path forward than other for some girls than others absolutely Um, yeah yeah 
Well, I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. First, as always, what is Irene's legacy? Being mean? Question mark? I, th- I think I would say, change a little bit and say misunderstood. Misunderstood, yes. I mean, I think she's misunderstood. But I think that, like, like the in the perception of Drag Race, it's that, like, she she's was, mean, like, quote-unquote yes. mean. Yeah, and, and didn't, and didn't like, wasn't aware of, like, how to like talk to other people but it's like no she was if she was you pretty... put her in like a first out season she would go very far very far she could yeah. win yeah um we're gonna do a new segment you are debuting a new segment here we are going to say who won the week who had the best episode mr Isabel brooks all right all right i i'm going to go with robin fierce um, because I think she did showcase herself really well. And I think people have an eye on her more so than they did going into the episode. Mm-hmm. But now the question is after one episode, the winner of the season is. The winner of the season is Anitra. Interesting. Anitra. And I'm not saying that be- and I'm not saying that because she won. I'm saying that because like I'll very I'll always reference this. I called Violet Trotsky winning season seven when she said that her, her the, the best piece of advice that she ever had was sell the garment because that's how Adore Delano got to top three. I saw it. I saw that same spark in Anita or not Anita and Anitra when they did the reveal and she, when they had the ramp and like mm-hmm. the, and she was actually um, like, she was captivating and I see her as breaking the the Asian curse of actually like not going far. I think she's going to win. I think it's going to be between her and Sasha. I am going to go with Mistress Isabel Brooks. I think we're getting a very interesting edit from her um, where we're learning about her. We're learning about her drag. We're learning that, yeah, she can tolerate this win. Um, now we have three contestants. Who's the fourth person in that top four? based on the edit from what i just saw it has to be lucy laduca like you they're giving her a um oh she's gonna bomb she's gonna bomb but she's gonna have the experience to take her to the end i think she'll get the fourth spot i am going to be brave and i'm going to say spice whoa okay i'm gonna be i I, I, there's a storyline there they're clearly invested in i want to see where this goes yeah, I mean, I, I do too, but I, what I don't want to see is Spice staying simply for storyline and good people going home because of it. Well, I mean, good people are going to go home because no. this is a, it was a good cast. Yeah, it's a very good cast. Yeah, it's a very good cast. Um, for the first time in a very long time, I'm excited. Um, mm-hmm. I feel a lot less burnout and, and like I feel a lot less like intimidated by the aspect of a potentially very long season, but it'll be fun. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? So you can find me once again, because I do this every episode that I'm on. You can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Craigslist, BBRT, and OnlyFans at It's Trenta Bitch. Um, You can find me on Venmo at Adriana Trenta because someone reported my Venmo, or got my Venmo account reported for sexual services after tipping me $5 in writing for sexual services. Please don't do that to your local drag queens. Um, If you want to watch Drag Race with me live in New York City, I am hosting at the Dickens um, on 47th and 8th. That's a brand new venue. Uh, It's two floors. It's wonderful. It has uh, craft cocktails. Uh, Order the gum guzzler shot. It's really good. 
Um, okay. It, it's it's uh, it's hubba bubba gum lollipops uh, melted together and infused with uh, three ounces of lemon vodka. It's really good. I'm here for that. I'll try that when I come. Yeah, it, t- it tastes like lemonade. You can't even taste the vodka. I'm here for it. Yeah. Well, this was so fun. We're off to a good season. I think we're all going to love it. We're all going to be mad because things are going to happen, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, it was a weird episode. But overall, I think we're on to something. I think we're on to something, too. I think that this was a long episode. But I think that it, I think that this was a successful start to the season. After two seasons of kind of like missing the mark on the premiere, it yeah. was very, very, like, it was a nice return to form. We cracked the code. Oh, fuck off. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Anytime for you guys. The biggest thanks to Adriana for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.